0: county defenders didn't see what number that was on the return but he gets to the 36 yard line or 37 yard line excuse me where we'll have first and 10
1: pick the ball up there off the uh left hash gained about 15 good start position about 31 32 yard line and uh, now let's get to see uh
0: who we're here to watch alex van buren alex van buren uh, you mentioned when coach shanks uh it had a very good game in week one for the Pioneers. Uh, threw for 200 yards. Uh, had a lot of different receivers that he hit. Uh, it seems like they have a very balanced uh, offense. That's what we're all here to see. You know, it's very exciting. you got two tremendous athletes
1: on each side of the ball. Uh, Right now, a a great setting. I mean, it's a good little sunset. I know it's hot out here. We're all hot. It's going to be a warm one, but the sun is behind uh, the great Nunley Stadium here. Stands are getting very full, and so it's kind of exciting to to play this thing out and see uh,
0: how Warren County can uh, start us out. And you mentioned the heat. Uh, the game was pushed back for 30 minutes because of those concerns. But we're getting ready to go now. First and 10 from the 37-yard line. And Alex Van Buren, the quarterback, is lined up. They have the wing T offense uh, the Pioneers run. And he hands it off to the wing back. That is number, look like Isaiah Robel, the sophomore, number eight. Big-time
1: athlete right there for uh, Coach Turner and his Pioneer staff.
0: It looks like he gained a short gain of about a yard, uh, and you mentioned him, number eight, Isaiah Robledo. He had a very good uh, first game for the Pioneers. Had uh, eight carries for 80 yards, a couple touchdowns. Also had a few catches, three catches for 64 yards. Only gained one yard there, so it's second and nine from the 38-yard line. And... Van Buren rolls out, and he's got a little bit of a pressure. The Warriors are trying to come after him, and he finally gets rid of it, and it is intercepted. That is number 13 for the Warriors, Antonio Purvis, the junior. He alertly saw the ball thrown up in the air, raced uh, just in time to grab it, and made a diving stop. Man in motion there going from our hour near side to the far side. Uh, Van Vuren makes an athletic play, rolling left,
1: comes back on the field towards the press box to his right and has three guys chasing him. Sees the field well, but made a very uh, tough decision right there, made a bad decision, threw the ball, had a little air on his back foot. And number 13 right there, Purvis, uh, an athlete for that White County Defense came up, got his hands underneath the ball, scooped it, and here we go. There's your first turnover of the game, and I mean a huge turnover. They get the ball at the 50-yard line, and uh, turnover is going to be critical right here. Let's see
0: how they can take it and uh, and be productive. That was a great play by Purvis once again, and they've got the Warriors have great field position right at the 50-yard line on the left hash, and now we'll get to take a look at the Warrior offense and uh, a name you'll. Here a lot tonight, Uh, don't doubt it, is number three, Tripp Pinion, the Warriors quarterback. Had a huge game last week at Silverdale Academy. Ran 23 times for 235 yards and four touchdowns. And here he is with the first snap. And it's a keeper right up the middle, but he is bottled up. Number 71, that was Xander McCormick of the Pioneers defense. He gobbled Pinion right up. A one-yard loss back to the 49 of the Warriors. McGormick, the junior guard there, uh, they know what's coming.
1: This this defensive staff, this defensive lineman, they know Tripp Pinion's going to get the ball in the, in the shotgun, make a decision, go left, right, up the middle, d- depending on where the, the defense is in that A gap, B gap, or that C gap. And uh, it's, it's up to uh, Tripp to
0: kind of – he has a lot of reins with this offense, so we'll see what he does here. Second and 11 from the 49. And Pinion runs it again. Fakes the pass. Gets a few more yards this time, but not a huge gain. Looks like he gained about four yards down to the Pioneer 47-yard line. So that's going to make it third and about seven. 74 Simmons right there in the A-gap. Pinion took a high
1: snap, one-step drop, and then right up the A-gap. Simmons, the sophomore who uh, Coach Turner talked about earlier in the week, is a, has a high potential with this big fellow big fellow clogged up that a gap uh, trip pinion with all his athleticism he was not
0: going to go through that 300 pounder no he was not he gobbled him up and now it's a third and long so it'll be interesting to see what uh, the coaching staff for the warriors can dial up here in a third and long situation Uh, might have to put the ball into the air Uh, he uh, pinion threw it some last week uh, not a whole lot uh, more, did more of his damage on the ground But here we are, third and seven From the Warren County 47 With about nine and a half minutes left to go In the first quarter Trips wide And here's the snap He goes back, he's looking for an open receiver Runs around to the right Tries to escape uh, several defenders He throws it to number th- 13 That is Antonio Purvis making another play after getting the interception earlier in the quarter here. He comes up with a very big reception that would be a first down, but we have a flag here on the play, and we'll see what happens. That might be in the area of holding. Hey, we're going to see this all night. Trip Pinion gets back, drops back, gets pressure,
1: uh, rolls out to his right, uh, eludes the defense, gets his receivers purpose one of those plenty of time. He comes across about 20 yards deep, uh, connects on a great timing play. It's not necessarily a timing play, but great comeback to the receiver from our near side to the far side. However, there's a reason he was able to elude those defenders.
0: And uh, that yellow flag on the field is going to back them up. We're going to try it again. Looks like it was an illegal shift, I believe. So that makes it third and 12 from the Warriors' 48-yard line. Two guys in motion right there. Now they've got four receivers set with a backer. And here is Pinion ready to try to guide the offense. High snap, but he recovers the ball. Now he's just trying to elude, Mm. and he falls down. And that is a big loss for White County. That's going to be a loss of... Uh, More than 10 yards. 12 yards, something like that. Hey, that was a high snap, was
1: unable to handle it by the time he gathered himself, about three, four yards behind the snap, tried to make a cut, had three guys on him, I believe number 71 right there. McCormick was on his tail, uh, wasn't even touched, but was trying to quickly gather it so they could get his eyes downfield. Kind of a bested series right there for White County, taking that great uh,
0: turnover, unable to take advantage of it. Now it's fourth and 25 here, and they're going to have to punt it from their own 32. And you got to feel fortunate for the Pioneers to have given the Warriors great field position, and the defense steps up, does what it needs to, and so now the Warriors will have to punt it from their own 33-yard line, and we have another penalty, and we'll see what the officials say. Last week's game versus
1: uh, Wicanna versus Civerdale, tons, tons of penalties. I believe they had 17 penalties, and that's something that... Uh, 19 penalties for 170 yards. This is a rival game. This is one of those games that everybody's a little bit nervous. Big crowd, Friday Night Lights, whoever can limit those penalties is going to come away with more opportunities for success.
0: Uh, so we've got to see who can clean that up the best. And so here we are, another uh, punting punning attempt here by the Warriors. And a fair catch is called for. And the ball actually goes over the Pioneer's head. That looked like it was Gage Harris, I believe, uh, who was in uh, the formation to try to catch the punt, but he let it go over his head, and it bounces back to the 14-yard line. Co- of Coach Turner's going to be a little bit upset
1: with that. Gage Harris had plenty of time, high punt. He wanted him to catch that, uh, eliminate those 10-
0: to 15-yard rollout. Uh, he'll probably learn from that later in the game and uh, try to save that field position. And now the Pioneers will have another shot at offense. The game is scoreless here with 8.04 left in the first quarter. And the Pioneers come back to the line. Let's see what Alex Van Buren and Isaiah Robledo and the rest of the offense can do now that they have a second chance and did not have any damage done by that turnover. And it looks like a handoff to the running back. And he runs up the middle, gains several yards, pushes forward, gets almost—actually, uh, he got more than enough for a first down. It appears, 11 yards. So that was number 25 on the run. PJ
1: Truix, tough run right there. You got the wing tee set up, receiver on the left hand side, man in motion to begin with, gives it to PJ Uh Truex, excuse me, right up the
0: middle. Uh, had two guys on him. That line continued to push forward, and they got a first down of that. Great time, great job right there on the O line. Eleven yards on that run for Trooks, and so that gives the Pioneers a first and ten from the twenty-five yard line. Fakes the toss and hands it back to Trooks. It appears, and Ball's out. Is that fumble—that is a fumble—and who has it? We're going to see. It appears, looks like Trooks had that ball for a
1: little bit. Uh, linebacker came in, put his hand in there as Trooks was trying to bounce outside.
0: You saw the beanbags from the officials get out, but luckily he was able to uh, recover that football and uh, save the possession. Pioneers fortunate to not have a second uh, turnover in this game. They regain possession of the ball, and so that will leave second down and ten from the 25-yard line. You got to know this Warren County defense has been set up or been preparing for that wing T uh, offense all week. You got two wide receivers set here, and Van Buren rolls out, passes, and it looks like a catch too. Is that Robledo, I believe, on the far end of the left uh, side of the field? Caught the ball for what looks like about a five-yard gain, maybe six. And
1: high snap right there, rolls to his left, gets a little seven-yard out, maybe got six on that. Uh, Well executed, Uh, but Warren County was
0: there enough to uh, eliminate where the catch was and not allow any yards upfield. And so now the Pioneers are on the right hash at the 30-yard line. It's going to be about third and five. And a big play here to try to keep some momentum going. Crowd getting into it. Yes, they are. And the Bands getting into it. uh, Big down for the Warren County offense and the White County defense. And Van Buren passes the ball. And it's a drop uh, by the pioneer receiver number three that was adrian harris was unable to come up with the ball also had a couple of white county defenders uh, zeroing in on him and was not able to catch that so that's going to leave it at fourth down that's a difficult play right there they tried to get a little wide
1: receiver screen with two guys to the right uh, all the way across from the left hash to the right side of the field ball stayed in the air very long had too much air under it which probably that mental clock Uh, For Mr. Harris right there, he was thinking, "Uh uh-oh, i got to get on the ground in a hurry and get it going because
0: there's two DBs from White County that were uh, breathing down his neck. May have heard a little bit of footsteps Absolutely. So now the Pioneers will line up for the punt. It is fourth and five. Good job on uh, White County's defense right there to hold. And here's the kick, a clean kick, but it's a little bit short, not a very long kick. It bounces into White County territory and rolls back a little bit, and the Pioneers recover it at the 43-yard line, and so with 6.30 left in the first quarter, it's still scoreless here, and so both uh, teams have had a had a, a chance here, and it looks like we've got a timeout. May have one of those mandatory water breaks. Yes, and so we're going to take a little bit of a break here, a 30-second break, uh, as we say Warren County and White County are scoreless with 6.30 left in the first quarter.
2: Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
3: The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
0: And we're back from Nunley Stadium with 6.30 left in the first quarter. We have a scoreless game between the White County Warriors and the Warren County Pioneers. The Warriors have the ball back for their second possession on the 43-yard line on the left hash. Trip Pinion in the shotgun. Gets the snap. Looks to pass. He throws it. That was to number 11. Peyton Simpson. Peyton Simpson on the catch, and he got enough for the first down. Right over the middle, uh, found a nice little opening to uh, catch the receiver, and he got, it looks like, exactly 10 yards, maybe 11.
1: Good setup right there. A little three receivers wide right, one left, quick hitch uh, for
0: about seven, eight yards, and they're going hurry up offense right here. Last week, it was a lot of running, and now they're opening it up the offense. And so, Pinion throws it to number 13. That is Antonio Purvis uh, with the catch. He gets down to the 39-yard line of the Pioneers. A nice a little grab over the middle again. It looks like they're finding some openings in the middle of that defense.
1: Same play right there. You had uh, uh, three receivers to the right, one to the left. This time he comes to the short side of the field. Seven-yard game, quick curl. Uh,
0: Right there, they're, getting, they're starting to get some rhythm. Yes, they are. And so now here we are, first and 10 from the 39-yard line. The Warriors have the ball. Trippinion in the shotgun once again. Gets the snap. Hands it off to number 15. That is fumble. Oh, fumble. And who has the ball? The officials are talking it over, and it looks like Pioneers. the Pioneers do indeed have the ball. And Trippinion did a great job right there. He was, made a great cut.
1: However, the linebacker for Warren County snuck his hand in there as he was going by him. Good effort play, got on the ball. Again, here's another turnover.
0: So each team now has a turnover. We'll see what uh, Warren County is able to do with it. The Pioneers will have the ball at the 33-yard line after that miscue. And so it's a big opportunity to see if Warren County is able to take advantage of it. We've got 525 left in the first quarter, and the score still is 0-0. and so here the offense comes back out. That's going to be the name of the game right here. You know, too many turnovers already. Uh, week two, they've got to get those under control. Usually you see a lot of growth between the first and second week. Oh, uh, we had a That's little bit of uh, motion, uh, a little bit too much motion, I'm afraid. Uh, and it looks like offsides uh, on the Warriors pre pre snap right there Uh, a little trickery from Warren County Uh,
1: they were not set they had two guys two tight ends on the right hand side in motion at the same time which is legal until they become set Uh, and that quick movement drew a White County defender into the neutral zone and it doesn't matter in high school football as soon as you cross that neutral zone that is a five-yard penalty good job by Coach Turner and the staff
0: there That makes it first and five now from the 39-yard line, and Van Buren is under center again, and he hands the ball off to number three, Adrian Harris, and he is gobbled up by the White County defense. No running room whatsoever. Good
1: good swarm tackle right there. Uh, Went to the left-hand side of the offensive line, uh, right-hand strong side of that White County defense,
0: uh, had four or five guys, and had no room for him to go anywhere. Looks like he lost about two yards on the play, did Harris, and so that's going to leave it at second and seven from the uh, 37-yard line. And they are lining up. Oh, we have an injury here, uh, it looks like, for the Warriors. I can't tell exactly what number that is uh, on the field. I think it might be uh, number one darvon richmond and so with this injury i think we're going to uh take a 60 second break and we will be back your score is zero zero with 451 left in the first quarter
4: practice here game day there you never have any time so stop at the place that's always on time on the way a crispy salty snack ice cold drinks to cool off after practice get your team and your ride fueled at on the way 859 west jackson street when life empties your tank fill up at on the way get snacks fill up the mom taxi at on the way 859 west jackson across from the funeral home easy in and out before you hit the road or after that next practice hit on the way always on time for your team
0: we're back from Nunley Stadium. Uh, we had an injury timeout for the Warriors. Number one, Darvon Richmond uh, looked like uh, maybe left ankle, uh, leg injury of some sort. And so he is being helped off the field, uh, not putting a lot of weight on, on that leg at all.
1: You know, we had the uh, York and Clay County game week one, game of the week for UC Nation. A uh, really exciting game in the first half turned into a, uh, a York takeover there. Uh, but we saw a lot of uh, cramps. You know, it's, it's been hot this week. These guys have been working hard, prepping for week two here, coming 1-0, and oh, both of them. And so, you know, that's, that's probably something of what it could be right there. But it's, it's
0: something you got to look uh, forward to all uh, for your team staff to keep them uh, healthy all night. And so we have second and seven from the 37, and uh, Warren County has two receivers. It looks like a handoff around the end to number eight, I believe, is that uh, Robledo, and he was stopped for not a lot of uh, yards there. Wing T started the uh, motion going to the left. Robledo comes
1: across from left to right on that. uh, We'll call it a jet sweep or a, a, a tight end reverse with that. Uh, The backside, the near side of us, was for White County, was in his zone, in his station, and uh, did not give up the edge. Great play by the number 55 right there. That's number uh, 55, Colton Gentry
0: Sr. for White County. And so now that leaves it at third and six. So a bit of yardage that the Pioneers need to get if they want to get a first down. They are now at the 38-yard line. Late getting the uh, the play in right here by Warren
1: County, some maybe some confusion. You know they're trying to figure out what to, you know, big play again, but they're trying to figure out what's been
0: working for them, uh, if not what to change. And now they've got four wides for the Pioneers, and Van Buren is in the shotgun with a single back, and he's looking for an open receiver. Runs out to the right, and he's just going to take his losses, but he is sacked sacked by number 16 for the Warriors. That's Owen Adams bringing down Alex Van Buren for a big loss, and so that's going to make it fourth down for the Pioneers. A little bit of a busted play right there. Uh, you got you know
1: shotgun, uh, twins on both sides with your receiver set. He rolls out to his right, very similar play with that interception happened on, except for this time you could see it. He was a little reluctant to give up that ball, didn't want to have another
0: turnover, took about a 10-yard loss or maybe about a 5-yard loss, and uh, now they're going to punt. And so now it is fourth and about 11, and the Pioneers punt the ball, a nicer-looking punt this time. Good punt. And number 11, uh, Peyton Simpson catches the ball, runs. He's Over. got some open room. He is up to the 50, and inside pioneer territory. Nice return. Peyton Simpson had three guys right there. Great punt. Good spiral.
1: Almost out-kicked his coverage. uh, Caught it on the right hash and had three guys right right on him. And Peyton split those defenders. Got another 10 yards. You gotta be pretty excited about that if you're uh, Coach Curtis Beatty. Uh, I set yourself up with, you know, first and 10 on the 50. They've been here once already this game. Let's see if they can't
0: uh, be more productive on this set of series starting at midfield. And here we are. It's first and 10 uh, from the 50-yard line, 242 left in the first quarter. Still a scoreless game between the Warriors and Pioneers. Trip Pinion is in the shotgun. He has four wide receivers, three to the left, one to the right. And we'll see what he's able to do with the ball this time. It looks like a, a run, and he takes it around the left side, gets some good yardage, good first play for the Warriors. Gained about four or five yards Around the left side, found a little bit of running run. Design run play right there on first down with uh, the receivers to
1: one receiver. Excuse me, three receivers to the left. Uh, Actually, Pinion come in and gave some encouragement with a left hand in the back of his own receiver to hit that block and did. But Warren County stayed in their lanes. Uh, The outside receiver, or excuse me, outside DB, uh, that is uh, Robledo. He made a great tackle, did not let him
0: have the edge in the shotgun once again with a running back, and he passes the ball. Oh, a drop by number 11, Peyton Simpson. Looks looked like it almost uh, caught him by surprise. Just a hair early timing, which is a little bit off right there.
1: By the time he turned around, the ball was already on his shoulder pads, unable to get his hands, but that's White County's offense. Uh, you know, they, they're... They're run heavy with the quarterback. However, they have athletes that can uh, beat anybody downfield, and that's what the coaching staff here is trying to do. They're, they're trying to make sure they can get their guys in the open field with uh, coach-head coach Curtis
0: Beatty, and so see if they can't execute a little bit crisper. And now it's third down and six from the 46, pinion in the shotgun along with Owen Adams, and he fakes the handoff, goes up the middle, and it looks like he has a first down and a little bit more. Pinion gets down to the 36 yard line. Nice gain uh, on that play of about 10 yards or so. Got through the line of defense right there, the
1: first line of defense uh, and that's what he does. Makes guys miss. Uh, the linebackers were able to slow
0: him down until that 7 yard gain as we start right here on the left hash. And here we are. First and 10 from the 36. Pinion in the shotgun once again. Look for something over the top here. We'll see what they come up with. He. Hands it off to number 21. That is JoJo Dow, but he is gobbled up by the defense for the Pioneers. Great play. Tried to go wide right here
1: with an athlete. Quick speed. I mean, just all sorts of uh, track speed here. Get him in the open uh, space. But, again, we've seen this a couple times already. Warren
0: County is staying in their lanes trying to make sure they uh, eliminate too many plays getting wide. That was a loss of one on that play, so it's second down and 11, and Pinion in the shotgun once again, and he passes quick pass over the middle to number 13, Purvis, and gets a nice game there, uh, cut it in about half, and so he got about six or seven yards on that play, brings up a manageable third down. Pinion standing there in
1: midfield getting his play call from coach, trying to do a little hurry up here. We've seen that play already five, six times with Purvis about a seven, eight-yard in. Uh, over over,
0: in between the hashes. So they like to work in traffic, and they're doing it effectively. Looks like about third and four from the 30-yard line, and Pinion's in the shotgun empty backfield with four receivers now, and it's a designed run and very nice play. Uh, went up the middle, uh, slipped a few tackles, got the first down, and that gives the Warriors a new set of downs. In what will likely be the last play of the first quarter, we've got 14 seconds left in the first quarter. Big tackle right there
1: by Xander McCormick. You no, know, he. Uh, Trip Pinion makes two sidestep moves to elude about three or four different players. Uh, cuts up field, gets about 19 yards, but uh, McCormick stayed uh, stayed on that play,
0: and the hustle play kept him from probably taking it close to the goal line. Nice gain by Pinion, and that is the end of the first quarter. It is a scoreless game between the White County Warriors and Warren County Pioneers.
5: The plumber who does it right. a l Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call a l Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. ANL Plumbing numbers are for game stats and scores
6: not people if you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where but you still want technology convenience and know-how at your fingertips then one bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you their mobile banking lets you transfer funds pay bills make deposits and more right from your device so you can bank safely at home in the stands or wherever life takes you download the one bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store member FDIC equal housing
0: and we're back at nunley stadium heading into the second quarter of tonight's matchup uh, between white county and warren county and as a reminder this is your middle tennessee natural gas game of the week on sports radio 104.7 And uh, scoreless battle so far, defenses have uh, been uh, controlling the the momentum mostly on both sides of the ball. And uh, we'll see what the Warriors are able to do here. Well, once again, I'm Craig Delk with Coach Wes Shanks. And just a good battle going on so far. Neither team's been able to break through. What you expect out of a rival
1: game? You got the border rivalry. Uh, we've already talked about it. We've got the WCHS North versus the WCHS South, and that's a uh, these guys know one another. Uh, they've grown up, played ball against one another or with, and so it, it, it's a game that there's a lot of emotions, high emotions. Uh, Talked to both coaches, and they both feel that the team's at the most physical is going to be the most successful in this ballgame.
0: And so here we are, first and ten from the 23-yard line. Trip Pinion in the shotgun once again, along with number seven, Isaiah Kelso, who gets the handoff around the left end. Gets a few yards before being tackled by the Warren County defense. Looks like he's down to about the... 17 or 18 yard line gives it a manageable uh, second down for so, the Warriors. Number 20 right there, Earl Manis, a sophomore Pioneer
1: backer, did a tremendous job on the left hand side of the, the backer. Linebacker went across the field to uh, to stop that play with only a five yard gain. Uh, Manis uh, Kelso right there was was primed to get up the field another
0: five to ten more yards, but good uh, good traction and it's second and four from the 14-yard line for the Warriors. Pinion in the shotgun, fakes the handoff, and he carries it himself, gets a good hold, does a little spin, and is tackled by number 20. That's Raul Manis for the Pioneers. Connor Williams right there uh, led that, got into the
1: uh, right on the O-line, made Pinion make that spin move, uh, but by the time he made the spin move, because Connor Williams was there in the way, led the other defenders like McCormick to
0: uh, put him at a stop for about two or three games. And now it looks like it's about third and three from the uh, oh, 16-yard line. Trip Pinion is in the shotgun. Number 15, Cole Sims, is also in the backfield. And it's a quick pass to number four, Gage Stevenson, and he gets several yards, and it looks like he may be right at the first down. Receiver screen to the right, right there. Two receiver set. and you got number four for uh, Gage Stevenson. Did a good
1: job catching that ball quickly, getting up field. Uh, Warren County also did a well, did
0: very well to eliminate a big play there by making a one-on-one tackle. And now it's a first and goal. It appears from the 10-yard line. Pinion in the shotgun hands it off to number 15 Cole Sims, and he. Uh, Escaped, he escaped the, the defense at first, but wasn't able to get quite around as he tried to run around the left side and finally knocked out of bounds. Read pass option right there. You had your three receivers set to the right, one receiver to the
1: left. Uh, Pinion felt like he kept it as long as he could, trying to read that in. Wanted to probably keep it himself, as he's been doing all night and things like. But gives it up to Cole Sims, who breaks not
0: one tackle, not two tackles. And then by that third one, was not going to get that corner. Ran out of room, and so that was a loss of three yards back to the 13-yard line. Pinion in the shotgun, along with Sims once again. And he takes the snap, hands it off, this time to Sims who breaks the tackle around the right side but he runs out of room and it looks like another loss So this pioneer defense is tightening up as we uh, get to third down and goal from the 15 or 16 yard line same play, reverse side of the field, number 70 A.
1: Miller who was from Coach Turner their defensive player of the game last week, stayed in his lane as an end kept that play almost for a little bit of a loss huge play for Warren County
0: and now it's third and goal from the 16-yard line. Pinion's in the shotgun. You have number 21, Dowell, and Pinion looking for someone to throw to or run. He tucks it, and he gains a few yards, but that's not going to be nearly enough, and he is pulled out of bounds at about the 12-yard line.
1: That's the trip Pinion show. Uh, had a little comparison earlier in the week with a Johnny Menzel-style football. Uh, wasn't there initially. Rolls out to his right. Bounces around. Eyes downfield trying to make a play. But, again, just we just mentioned Aiden Miller had a big stop there. Comes back again uh, and, and pushes him out of bounds. Had Big fella had big big uh, bear claw clubs, Cubs hands on him, but was able to
0: let go before he kind of had a personal foul penalty out of bounds. And now we've got uh, decision time, uh, and White uh, White County has called a timeout. So it is still scoreless, 0-0 with 845 left in the second quarter.
6: In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company. Proud supporters of our local athletes.
0: And we're back at Nunley Stadium with 8.45 left in the second quarter. We still have a scoreless ball game between White County and Warren County. It's decision time for the Warriors, and it looks like they're going to be going for it on fourth down from the 16-yard line. First team in the red zone tonight. And it's a big decision. We'll see if it pays off. Kenyon goes back to pass, tries to escape the defense, and he's still running around the left side, and he keeps the ball, and he is going to be short. Out of bounds. Out of bounds.
1: I mean, again, uh, live and die by the trip pinion. Athleticism there. Tries to uh, roll left initially. Comes back to the left hand side of the field. Guys are downfield. I did see a couple receivers kind of turn and look. They uh, did not stay in motion for him. Trip pinion gets a good ten yards,
0: but unfortunately, he is about twenty. Exactly. And so that's going to turn the ball over to Warren County at its own six yard line. And so deep in its own territory after a big defensive stop, now we'll see if the Pioneers are able to take advantage of uh, the turnover on downs and not a whole lot that they've done on offense tonight. Uh, White County has kept them pretty well bottled up. No, but the turnover on downs right there is almost just like
1: a fumble or interception. Uh, White County probably feels they should have had some points out of that. At this point, though, keep that field position. you got them uh, back in, the, in their own side of the field. Let's see if they can't. Uh,
0: hold that line. Van Vuren tosses it to Robledo, I believe, and he is bottled up, no running room whatsoever. The Warriors uh, gobble him up for a loss of about two or three yards, so they're even further back. Quick toss to the right, right there. That's if if you're a fan of Warren County, you held your
1: breath for a few seconds when you saw that ball in the air uh, on you know four yard line on your own
0: four, four yard line. Uh, You want some conservative plays, but you also want positive yards and no turnovers. And uh, they are now at the five-yard line, so they gave them just a loss of one on that play. So it's second and 11-11. From the five yard line. Van Buren is under center now, speaking of that conservative play calling. And he's, but he's going back to pass. He throws it and it's intercepted by number 13, Antonio Purvis, with his second interception of the game. Wow. I mean, it's a good play call. The play was there.
1: He rolls out uh, to the near sides of the press box here, over the heart of the field. The little 10 yard crossing route was available but a a half a step too late. Purvis did a great job. He was five yards behind that receiver, read the play, read the quarterback's eyes, stepped in front of him, even gained five yards on that interception. And now, man, they're in a prime position. They are in great
0: position, and it looks like uh, they will have the ball at about the uh, 10-yard line, it appears, which would make it uh, first and goal. Uh, And so... They are in prime position, and uh, that is the second big play by Antonio Purvis. Uh, Two interceptions tonight, uh, just really making plays uh, all over the field. Was able to jump the route. Very nice job by the Warrior defender. With 7:46 to go in this half, uh, nobody's on the scoreboard
1: right now. You hope that somebody uh, getting first blood. You know, this rival game. They've been back and forth. Both teams have been physical. Uh, but just like we talked about, uh, Van Vuren and Tripp Pinion, but we want to we know who else is going to contribute. Who's going to be that X
0: factor that steps up and makes those big plays? And Pinion with uh, quarterback carry on his own, and he keeps fighting for yardage and gains a few yards up to about the 7 or 8-yard line, and that will make it second and goal. Had a little bit of running room, but not a whole lot. Warren County, I feel like Warren County is
1: gaining confidence on that defensive line. They're clogging holes. They're moving
0: the lineman away to where there is no running room in that A or B gap of the middle. This is a really big uh, possession for the Warriors to try to get some uh, points on the board. Pinion in the shotgun, fakes the handoff. And the keeper, he gains some more yards. This time he... Keeps plowing, keeps turning, trying to get his legs a little bit further. He gets down to about the one or two-yard line, but we've got a flag on the play. Great
1: individual effort by Tripp Pinion right there. The same quarterback keeper we've seen 15 plays already. Moves to his left hand, sidesteps a defender, gets upfield another five yards,
0: but unfortunately that small hole that he was going through, there was a reason why he had a hole there. And it looks like there was a false start on on the play, and so that's going to take away that nice gain from trip pinion and put them at second down and goal from the 12 yard line and so the warriors find themselves in a little bit of a tough situation trying to take advantage of another pioneer turnover but having a little bit more work to do so
1: probably something of illegal formation right there you got seven minutes to go nothing nothing ball game ball in the middle of the
0: hash Pass play. Pinion's going to try to pass it, but now he tucks it and he runs and gets several yards, uh, makes up quite a bit of the the difference down to about the five-yard line, faked the pass, and he darted off to the left side and gained about five or six yards. And that's going to set up a third down and goal from the five-yard line for White County. Our audience might get tired
1: of hearing Trip Penyon's
0: name, but we're saying <laughs> it a lot. But I feel like we're in backyard football with him.
1: He he's a, a second grader with a football and some buddies out there, just draw some plays up. Hey, go deep and then taking the ball himself. Uh, it's fun time. He's athletic and can handle all that. Uh, but let's see which one of the uh, of his fellow teammates can be the nas- an asset to the team to get him an end zone.
0: So he's in the shotgun again. Fakes the handoff. Rolls out to the right. Passes it to number. <laughs> hey, it was a uh, receiver the- right. Yeah, the receiver right dropped the ball. Of course, the ball was a little bit behind him, and he wasn't able to come up with it. I think that but- was Peyton
1: Simmons right there on a quick slant. Uh, trip pinion goes into a, a a quick rollout, throws the ball on the move, and just I mean a step and a half behind him. But uh, Simpson had Simpson had the open uh,
0: post route right there. Pinion puts it out there a little bit more in front of him. Uh, they've got six. Yep, and unable to to come up with the touchdown on that play, and uh, it is now going to be third down. Well, it looks like there was a penalty of some sort. They're saying third down, but there's some discussion by the officials here. It looked like an ineligible receiver downfield, and I would imagine Warren County would decline that. Coach Matt
1: Turner's talking with his staff right now. They're weighing their options. It's a penalty they can decline and take the down at hand, or they can bump them back. Looks like they're going to choose the loss of down because they want the ball out of Trip Pinion's hands. They don't want to give him more options. That's right. And so oh, I'm mistaken. Looks well, like they are going to bump him back, uh, and they they would rather take that territory loss as opposed to uh, the down loss.
0: And so now we're back third and goal from the 11 yard line. And, of course, they didn't try to kick last time, so that may be another thing factoring in. Pinion rolls out to the right. He's Corner. looking for a receiver, and it is oh, diving grab by number 13, Antonio Purvis, and it is a touchdown. Wow. From 11
1: yards out. Uh-oh, got a Look, excited right there. That was a great play. Again, you're going to see Trent Pinyon rolling to his right. Purvis was the inside receiver on the right hash. Cuts out to that five-yard out. As he goes out, Pinion puts the ball. A two yards past the pylon, and Purvis, who's got two interceptions tonight, so he's seen his good hands, lays out, catches the ball. You only need one foot in high school to get into the end zone. Gets his
0: both feet and knee and comes up, celebrates with his teammates. That was a tremendous play. Incredible individual effort by Antonio Purvis, and a nice escape uh, ability, I guess is the word by uh, Tripp Pinion to roll out, find his receiver, and fire the ball, and just a great effort by Purvis to come up with it for the first points of the game with 544 left in the second quarter. you got You got that unsportsmanlike conduct right here. Uh, unfortunate, but it was
1: one of those plays that first play in a big rival game. He was excited. Don't know what he said, what, what his actions were right there, but that's uh, huge for this White County Warriors team and uh, Coach Beatty. You know, you do have to handle your emotions in a rival game, but,
0: man, Coach Betty's excited about that play. And it looks like uh, the Pioneers have called a timeout, so we'll take it with them. 544 left in the second quarter. White County leads Warren County 6 to nothing. A proven machine to reduce
7: your mowing time? Count me in. A new XMark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust XMark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand.
0: We're back at Nunley Stadium with 544 left in the second quarter. It's 6-0. White County leads Warren County. We've just had a touchdown pass from Tripp Pinion to Antonio Purvis, and we're in for the extra point. And it looks like that swinging gate play you talk about. And Tripp Pinion runs the ball into the end zone for the two-point conversion. A little bit of trickery that you sometimes see on the extra point and a good individual effort by Tripp Pinion to make the score 8 to nothing.
1: Absolutely, Coach Bates trying to isolate Trip Pinion. Had your offensive line stacked to the left, and in that uh, formation with only three of the center, the quarterback, and one receiver to the right, uh, sometimes they hold that ball, let the line come up under center, and then kick the field goal. In that case, they snapped it. Trip Pinion was pretty much one on one or two on two with the center QB against two linebackers. He was
0: able to get that two two and a half yards, and all he needed was two. And so now they've been able to take advantage of a Warren County turnover. Uh, as we've mentioned already, Antonio Purvis has had a great game so far. Two interceptions on defense, an 11-yard touchdown catch on offense, and Trip Pinion runs the ball in for the two-point conversion to give the White County Warriors an 8 nothing lead almost midway through the first half. We've been waiting to find out who is going to be that X-factor. Antonio Purvis is stepping in
1: that role, uh, this rival game here. Uh, Fans glad to see some points, at least from the uh, Warren County side, the home, the crowded home uh, side of the, you know fans over here. They've got construction theme in the high school students. There looks like to be 200, 300 students here. Everybody's excited. Got the dance team out. Great evening here in, in McMinnville, Tennessee. Uh, couldn't ask for a better night other than turning the uh, temperature down about
0: 10, 15 degrees. Yes, that would be very nice. It has been a hot one, but it seems like uh, not not a whole lot of effect so far. We had a, a little bit of cramping, I think, earlier from uh, one of the White County players, Darvon Richmond. Uh, but it, it looks like uh, they are all handling it fairly well. Hey, let's look at last week real quick. So we're in week two. Last
1: week, White County, who just got a, the score there, the two-point conversion, faced a severaldale team. Uh, wins that game 28-13 to 13 trip. Pinion goes crazy. And so you got to be excited as Warren County, or excuse me, White County fans, because you're just expecting the same thing. Uh, DeKalb County got down 14-0. Uh, excuse me, Warren County got down 14 nothing to a DeKalb County team and played their way back into that ball game and won 34-27. So they can come
0: back, get down. They've done it before. They've showed a lot of resilience. And so now we've got the kickoff by the Warriors, and it's one of those little squib kicks. Bobble, and bobbled. it is bobbled, and who is going to recover it? Oh, man, that just – both teams think they've got it. Uh, Of course, they'll both claim they have it until we see the official ruling, and it appears that Warren County was able to come up with it, but that's exactly why you do a play like that on the kickoff. Absolutely. Uh, The receiver there came up to
1: try to gather that ball. It looked like a shortstop coming up on a slow ground ball, and he got in his glove, and it popped out, and he got his glove again. He tried to pick it up bare hand, lost it. Just all sorts of things happening. Very fortunate to get that ball back, and they get, actually gained about 15 yards, so they get to start at midfield. Not a bad starting position, but you have to execute, stay away from penalties, and let's see what uh, what Coach Turner and uh, uh, Van Vuren
0: have in store for us this uh, series of downs. And it's going to be first and 10 from the 50-yard line on the right hash. Van Vuren is in the shotgun with three receivers to the left, one to the right, and Truix in the back, backfield with him. And he gets the snap looking for someone to throw to, rolls around to his right, but he's going to get pulled down, but he was able to get rid of the ball. It looks like uh, number eight, I believe. There's there's a couple of them there. I didn't see which one it was, uh,
1: going away from the press box here at another Stadium. But you can already tell, Alex Van Buren getting a little bit frustrated. His immediate read is not open, trying to give himself a little more time, rolled out from the left hash to the right-hand side. Got a little bit fortunate. Uh, the early play in the game where he threw the pick, he kind of threw it to no man's land just trying to make something happen. Did the same thing there. And un- there was nobody on our side of the field as far as Warren County. Uh,
0: luckily, the White County receiver was unable to uh, snag that. All right, second down and four receivers. Van Buren throws it to number eight, Robledo, and he gets... A nice little gain, not quite enough for a first down, but puts them in a lot better position. It looks like it's going to be third and about two yards from the 42-yard line of the Warriors. Good call right there by
1: offensive coordinator Josh Harris uh, for Warren County. You know, try to get Van Buren back into that offensive rhythm in uh, a quick little eight-yard comebacker. You know, Coach coach harris there he actually came from uh your oakland team uh, a, a local not necessarily a local guy played at ray county went on to tennessee tech university but has been with oakland recently and has had some success i know coach turner is really excited for him to uh, be a part of this offense uh
0: you don't get that experience everywhere for state championship caliber football in the state of Tennessee. Oakland is quite the program and has won uh, 6A titles in recent years. Uh, very great program, so uh, a great addition to that coaching staff. And as a reminder, a wrap up of this game and all Friday night action will be Saturday morning at 9, live from Chick fil A, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93.7. So we're back. Here at Nunley Stadium in McMinnville, and it's uh, eight to nothing. White County leads Warren County with 450 left in the second quarter. Like we said earlier,
1: uh, Warren County has been faced with some deficits already. Week one, it came back with a win last year. Coach Turner was telling us they lost five games, or excuse me, they went with a record of one and four uh, instead of five and zero, just by 10 points last season. So. This team is accustomed to tight ball games. Uh, seems like this year they've made that step forward that's going to
0: allow them to uh, take advantage of some of those wins. And Van Vuren is in the shotgun, hands it off to Truix, who goes around the left side, and he is bottled up, but he may have gotten just enough for the first down to give the Pioneers a new seventh downs. That was Asher Kelso, I believe, on the tackle. A little rush off the left edge, uh,
1: and but Kelso was there, number nine, uh, running back for. Uh, Warren County gave a pretty firm stiff arm, got the the defender off of him,
0: but like I said, Kelso with enough uh, around his ankles to uh, pull him down for a minimal game. And it was just enough for the first down, and so the Pioneers are now at the 39-yard line, first and 10, Van Buren in the shotgun once again with Truix in the backfield, and it's a reverse to number eight, Robledo. And he's battling for yardage, but not a whole lot available. Looks like he may have gained one or two yards. Tried to do a little bit of a reverse on, on that wing tee and was not able to come up with a lot there.
1: You call that uh, an end sweep. You know, he was starting on the left-hand side, got in motion just before the snap, uh, comes right in front of Van Vliet, quarterback, hands off. He's trying to hit that right uh, guard or tackle, hit that B gap and get upfield, was able to, but the, uh, I believe that's number fifty-five right there for uh, Warren Camp, for, Excuse me for White County Clinton, Colton Gentry. Gentry. He wasn't budging. He he kind of stayed in his uh, zone and was able to uh,
0: clog it very well. Now it's second and eight, and Van Buren under center fakes the pitch, hands it off to number eight Robledo, who is stopped for a big loss by the Warriors. Nothing doing right there, and that will leave Warren County with a long third down play great stop by the white county defense to put warren county in a difficult situation back at the 42 yard line
1: you've seen coach josh harris try to get his athletes in open field and that's what he's trying uh right there with robledo we still haven't seen yet who out of that warren county team can be that x factor like we've seen already with uh, Antonio Purvis
0: from the Warrior side of the ball. Robledo was uh, a big key for them last week, but it seems like uh, no one else has been able to step up so far. Third down, Van Buren rolls out to the left, getting some pressure. He throws the ball. He's got Truex open over the middle. Big gain down to the 20-yard line. Great find by Alex Van Buren with a pass over the middle, over the top of the defense to Truex for a big gain down to the 20-yard line. Van Buren rolls to his left, near to the press box
1: side. Against his body, had three guys, three defenders, three ends coming at him uh, from the Warren County side, from the White County side. Kept his poise. Saw the receiver downfield.
0: Dropped it over that linebacker for a good twenty-yard gain. Great job by Van Buren. It's first and ten from the twenty-two. Van Buren in the shotgun with Trucks, along with four wide receivers. He throws the ball to the left, and mm. it is a drop. Was not quite able to come up with it. That was. Number two, Creed Adams almost had it, but dropped the ball as he came down to the ground.
1: It's all right. You can just see it in Van, Van Vuren right now. Getting a little confidence, getting settled in in the backfield there. Put a ball on the spot right there. Yes, that defender, number nine for White County. Uh, Kelso, Kelso he, yep. I mean, he's on him in a hurry. Uh, receiver probably should have held on to that ball. Difficult play. But, hey, I promise you,
0: every play tonight is going to be difficult. And we are now got second and 10 from the 22-yard line with a minute 42 left before halftime, getting into crunch time here. Van Buren is in the shotgun with four wide receivers, rolls out to the left, looking for an open receiver, throws the ball. Open. Open in the end, oh. but a drop. <laughs> Was not able to come up with the ball right as the defenders rolled in, and so... Same play right there where we saw over the top, over the middle,
1: uh, uh, Truix, the running back, kept had a huge key block right there for Van Vliet as he was rolling from right to left across his body, and the receiver went straight down the field. Uh, Defensive back kind of lost focus where he was at the moment. He threw it to that near pylon. Receiver turned around, hit him right in the
0: numbers and right through his hands. So now it's fourth and ten, or third and ten, rather. 3rd and 10 from the 22-yard line. Van Buren is in the shotgun, rolls out to the right, looking for an open receiver. He's got a little bit of room, throws it to number... Breaks eight. the tackle. Breaks the tackle. That is number 14. Across the field. Good move. He, he, no, no, break the tackle. And wow. What a touchdown by number 14, Cal Latina. Incredible effort to break several tackles. Caught the ball over the middle. Juked his way through several defenders. Broke a few tackles kept fighting and fighting until he got a 22-yard touchdown reception. What a play. That's a video game play right there. Van Vlade started by being athletic. He's comfortable. He rolled to his
1: right. Held onto the ball almost too long. Got it over the middle. The receiver, uh, Latana there, went right to left. Probably 45 yards from one pylon to the other, making three guys miss and found his way to the end zone. And man, this crowd is excited right now.
0: This is week two football. Let's go. Outstanding play by Latina for the touchdown with 119 left in the second quarter. And it appears the Pioneers are going to try to match that two point conversion that the Warriors got earlier. Van Buren is in the shotgun well and we have a penalty on the play so let's see what the call is illegal delay of game possibly or illegal substitution illegal illegal substitution so that's going to put them back a little bit and that's going to make it tougher if they're going to try to get a two-point conversion they have to go back five yards that may be something right there with the coaching staff you know
1: you you're down two right now after that touchdown what do you want to do here you want to kick a field goal you want an extra point you want to go for two to match them up it's it's in the second quarter almost halftime here it doesn't seem like there's been that many opportunities on the offense uh right now so this is kind of a
0: critical play i wouldn't be uh you know if i'm coach turner i'm probably thinking hey let's let's talk about this a little bit more and that's exactly what they're going to do and White or warren county has called a timeout here with 118 left in the second quarter white county leads eight to six
6: In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company. Proud supporters of our local athletes.
0: And we're back from Nunley Stadium with 1.18 left in the second quarter. White County leads host Warren County 8-6. The Pioneers have just scored a touchdown on a 22-yard passing catch uh, from Alex Van Buren to Cal Latina. Great individual effort by Latina. And now with the penalty by the Pioneers, that backs them up a little bit, and they're going to go for the extra point kick by number 33, Garen Duggan, and the snap and the kick. And it was blocked. It appeared that ball never got over the uh, the lineman right there. He just he
1: he pulled it, uh, went towards the left side of the offensive lineman. You know, didn't get any air underneath it. Unfortunate there, but hey, take the positive out of that, your coach Turner. You guys made some great plays. Your quarterback's getting settled in. Uh, no no harm, no foul right there. You'll have hopefully some more opportunities. Uh, that defensive line, as long as they keep. Uh, putting pressure on uh, Trip Pinion and uh, keep him inside the box and all that and make some plays. Uh,
0: we're starting to see some makings of a uh, good rival ball game here. Well, and you mentioned that uh, this this series through the years has been marked by lots of close games, and we're seeing that once again. Uh, six out of the last ten, if I have my numbers right, have been decided by a touchdown or less, and so that's uh, what we've come to expect, and that's what we're getting tonight. And really, if you're, if you're Warren County, you feel okay the way you've stopped the White County offense except for uh, on the turnover deep in uh, Warren County territory and White County was able to punch it in. But other than that, not a whole lot of offense.
1: We'll get into the history of Warren County football here briefly, but you know, back in the 70s, 80s, powerhouse. And then in the near recent future, last several decades, got on the 0-39 losing streak, but Coach Turner has them going in the right track. You had uh, C.J. Turner with the Mr. Football uh, a couple years ago with the first winning record in 39 years. And so you're hoping uh, this team here in 2023 is on that same trajectory uh, on the up and up. I, I, after talking with Coach Turner, the, the community's behind him. I mean, they, they said they've got 200-plus kids in youth football. They're very excited with the program. You can see in the stands tonight. I mean, it's a tremendous atmosphere <laughs> as our kicker's having some trouble the, uh, on the
0: kicking block there with the ball falling over. It's twice now. He's tried to get it to stay there, but it just doesn't want to cooperate. So now there, Garen Duggan, the kicker, has the ball where he wants it. And so we'll have the kickoff. And he kicks it, and it's a medium-range kick. And for White County, it looks like number one. Oh, been this. a one-man-to-beat. That is number five, Dem- Demarius Dowell, with a great return. Broke a tackle, squirted through the middle, and got a great return all the way to... Inside the 40 yard line, but we do have a penalty. Speed,
1: speed, speed. That was, like you said, a medium kick to the, about the 20 yard line. High kick allowed that uh, offensive, the return team, to get ahead of steam. And man, and did he. He went right up the middle, missed, you know, gosh, split the gap, had one man to beat. Uh, and that was the uh, kicker Nugget. And then he made a great tackle. But I'm also seeing two yellow flags and a referee hat here. So there was a couple things, if not.
0: Uh, multiple items that may bring this back. So we're going to have a meeting of the minds here as they discuss what uh, the penalty or penalties are. We've got 102 left in the second quarter. White County leads Warren County 8-6. Got a big return by Demarius Dowell, but we're going to see if it sticks. Looks like it's holding on White County there, so that's
1: going to back up a a long return, which is unfortunate uh, for Coach Beatty. But you know, you got 102. These teams have offense. I have no doubt in my mind either one of these offenses can score in 102. And so, with an 8 6 ball game with a minute to go in the half, you're going to be aggressive here. There's probably going to be some rollouts. You're probably going to have four, maybe five wide receiver sets uh, and let your athletes get the ball. Uh, There is no
0: taking a knee and uh, going to the half here. And additionally, the Warriors have two timeouts uh, in their pocket, so they've got a little bit of extra they can work with and try to make something out of this last minute of of offense. So what's
1: going to happen here is uh, White County has elected, uh, excuse me, Warren County, with the penalty, has elected to re-kick. So it must have been a, a return team penalty, and they're choosing to not allow him to have 30 yards, 40 yards on that game there and going to try to re-kick. I think at this time they know they're going to try something a little bit different than
0: popping it up over the middle to that speedy white candy return team. And so the kicking teams are lining up, and we've actually got Alex Van Buren at the kicker position this time. So we'll see uh, what happens with the quarterback taking his turn at kicking. And so here they are ready for the kickoff. Van Buren boots the ball a little bit further that time. It goes all the way back to about the 15. And that was number two on the return. That's Xavier Gamblin. Good cut around the left side. Got some yardage anyway. Gamblin
1: on the left hash going up the field. Uh, Got around one blocker right there. Made a good cut to gain another five yards. Dan Vuren, there's your athlete. Puts one about 40 yards. Pretty kick. Gave his uh, kickoff team time to get downfield which probably gained them another 20 yards defensively. So now
0: that puts Trip Pinion, and the uh, Warriors on the 43 with a minute to go. And Pinion is in the shotgun once again. First and 10 with 55 seconds left. Gets the ball, dropping back, and he deep deep throw, and it looks like it's going to go over the defense. He threw it into double coverage, trying to connect with Darvon Richmond, but was unable to find a response find uh open hands darvon richmond right there is probably your fastest player on this field i mean just an just
1: an overall tremendous athlete trip pinion got to showcase his arm unfortunately he showcased it a little too much overthrew him by about eight or nine yards but that's what like we said they can score at any point in time uh your offensive coordinator there uh, mike sloan for uh, white county has no hesitance about letting trip pinion
0: air the ball out So it's second and ten from the 43-yard line for the Warriors. Pinion in the shotgun with two wide receivers on each side. And now oh, we've got a pitch to number 11, Peyton Simpson, and he finds a little bit of running room, but not much around the right side. Number number 15
1: right there, Gage Harris, did a good job of crashing down on that. Your uh, defensive back saw the, we'll call it a receiver sweep from the far side to our near side here
0: at Nunley Stadium and just tracked him down very well. Free safety. And now we're at about 20 seconds left, so it seems like they may be just winding down. But, but a quick pass to number 11. Receiver screen. Receiver screen, and he gets a first down, so they will get a stoppage here with about 10 seconds left, and it looks like uh, White County, I believe, will call, call a timeout, and so they're going to discuss this with 9.7 seconds left. You can get one, maybe two plays if you're lucky, but they're going to discuss uh, how to uh, try to make something happen in the final moments of this second quarter. You know, it's
1: one of those things right there – it It seems in the crunching moments of a quarter defenses break down just a little bit more the speed and the pace of that offense breakdown it it slows down the defense they they're trying to figure out what you're doing they're they're rushing and when you get into a hurry up offense, you see a lot more offenses take advantage of that misconfusion uh with uh this, this population bobulation uh with some of the defenses there and so that's you got, like you said, two plays or one to the end zone. We've already seen Tripp Pinion's arm. We know from here, from the forty-four yard line, that he's going to make it to the end zone. And with some of the uh, White County athletes, Richmond gambling, I mean Purvis. I mean Purvis has caught everything on defense and offense tonight.
0: He's I believe that, though. him. he has done an outstanding job. Uh, two interceptions, like we said earlier, and he caught the touchdown for the Warriors earlier in the quarter, and. Now we're going to have a play here first and 10 from the 43-yard line of the Pioneers to see what can happen uh, here at the end of the second
1: quarter. Your defensive coordinator, Coach Cameron Bond, right there, he's trying to get a lot of communication to his uh, defense. Let him know, hey, guys, we got nine seconds. Let's let's keep it underneath. Let's not let anything over the top. Let's make sure, even if we keep it over the middle, uh, you know, with the timeouts remaining, that still gives them opportunities to stop the play. Don't let anybody behind you, uh, but you—you got to be careful. But and and if you look at them right here, they are 20, 25 yards back from the line of scrimmage uh, of your four
0: or three DBs. They're willing to go up uh, less than 43 yards is the plan here. And it looks like we're having a little bit of uh, discussion about the clock and trying to figure that out. They have it listed at 2.5 seconds, but we were at about 10 seconds before the timeout. So I think they're going to get this figured out. And uh, now they have indeed adjusted the clock back to 10 seconds. Nothing wrong with that. That's just a little home Warren County. (laughs) i trying to squeeze a few seconds out of that clock right there. Can't blame them for trying. Uh, Might as well try. But uh, it looks like they've got it corrected. And so o- officials were on it. Very good job by them. So far, a very well called game.
1: Only had a few penalties uh, and been egregious penalties. And that's part of our keys of the game. But
0: uh, a good called game so far. And so it's going to be first and 10 from the 43 yard line. Trip Pinion in the shotgun uh, with a single back and three wide receivers to the right and one to the left. It's a quick pass to number four, Gabe Stevenson. And it's a screen. He's trying to find some opening room, but there's not a lot of room. He gets down to about the 35-yard line with 3.3 seconds left. And we have a penalty. You had a, a three receivers
1: to the right, a little quick wide receiver screen. Not sure what it is. We're about to find out. Blocking the back on White County, your one uh, blocking receiver. Once that receiver, once the ball went past him, he just kind of kept pushing on the back. And so that's either going to bump him back, replay the down, uh, or you're going to kind of that's what they're going
0: to do. You're going to bubble back, let them uh, replay that down, and uh, no time comes back on the clock. That's so. right. So and it looks like uh, we've got another timeout has been called, and so when we come back, it'll be second or first and long, about first and maybe uh, 20 from the 49-yard line of the Warriors and so White County did indeed call a timeout and that is the Warriors final timeout we have 3.3 seconds left in the second quarter White County leads Warren County eight to six and it's been a a good hard-fought matchup so far Uh, good defense uh, defensive stands on both sides good uh, defensive plays and just a little bit of offense Uh, good effort by both teams uh, tonight, you got one play right here. 3.3 seconds.
1: Ball is on the midfield. You're going to see a uh, trip. Pinion's arm. He's probably going to roll left, roll right. He's going to make something happen. Uh, he, if he throws in the air, we're going to be fine. You have potential of a interception, run back. You have potential of him a keeper, kind of safe 10, 15 yards, make something
0: happen. But, I mean, he can also break a 50-yard run with his athleticism. And so the Pioneer defense is sitting deep, trying not to let anything get behind them. Pinion in the shotgun. Blitz. He's, oh, he's going to run, but he tried to run, but he got sacked. And the Pioneers bring him down. That was number 74 for the Pioneers. Xavier Simmons on the sack on the final play of the second quarter. Look like Rob Manus right there with a great blitz. but uh, Good call right there by the
1: defensive coordinator that allowed Trippin to have zero time on that play.
0: So that is the last play of the second quarter. And at halftime, your score is White County 8, Warren County 6. This is the
3: UC Sports Nation Game of the Week on Sports Radio
8: 104.7.
9: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's game sponsored by Cookville Regional. State-of-the-art care right here at home. Cookville Regional. It's the way we care. By the property company. The home you've always wanted. Your family's special place. Let the property company go to work for your dream on the way Jackson Street at Buffalo Valley Road Cookville it's on the way by 1 Bank and by ANL Plumbing the plumber who does it right ANL Plumbing
8: you've been dreaming of that car for a long time And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
7: This is David Price, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Have you been thinking about the business changing possibilities gigspeed internet can create? What if you could have seamless connectivity for your employees or a buffer free experience for your customers? With Twin Lakes, you can count on 100% fiber network. There are few limits with the Twin Lakes fiber connection. To learn more, give me a call at 931-476-2151 or visit us at twinlakes.net.
5: The plumber who does it right. a Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call a l Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. a l Plumbing.
6: When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide. Because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
9: The Tier 1 halftime report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1.
0: Uh, On the next possession... The Pioneers were able to come back and come up with an exciting touchdown of their own. Alex Van Buren hit Cal Latina over the middle, and Latina broke several tackles, fought his way into the end zone for a 22-yard touchdown. The extra point was blocked, and so that made it 8-6, uh, to six, where we stand now at halftime with the uh, Warriors leading the Pioneers so uh, the middle tennessee gas uh, middle tennessee natural gas high school football game of the week continues on sports radio 104.7 and uh, the trends for this game have been so far uh, turnovers uh, by both squads and uh, both squads trying to take advantage of those turnovers penalties as well uh, but both teams uh, getting just enough offense to try to uh, keep it a very close matchup. And that's what we've come to expect from these programs over the years, the, the, uh, with a rivalry matchup between uh, these two neighboring counties, White County and uh, Warren County. So checking the key stat, first-half stats with one bank. Uh, The Warriors have been led by Antonio Purvis, who has two interceptions, and he has an 11-yard touchdown catch. Also had another catch earlier uh, in the first quarter, and uh, for the Pioneers, Alex Van Buren has uh, thrown for one touchdown a 22-yard strike to Calatina, and he has two interceptions. And that's where we stand here at halftime. White County leads Warren County 8-6. to six.
9: Halftime coverage continues. Powered by Tier 1.
10: Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland.
0: Tennessee, natural gas, high school football game of the week on 104.7, and so we're going to now check out uh, some of the uh, other scores from around the area. First, uh, let's see, we're pulling them up here, Uh,
1: excuse me. So, we had a couple key games around the Upper Cumberland this week. We got Whites Creek at Livingston. Livingston had a tough one last week, Uh, looking for a little bit of revenge on that. The big game, Ledman at Upperman, a 6A opponent versus a very stout Upperman team, and that's in Baxter, Tennessee. Cookville High School hosts Pure Academy. Don't know if we have much about Pure Academy. But a talented team out of West Tennessee, and we'll see what the score is of that one. Monterey travels to Rockwood.
12: Alex Van Buren, quarterback, Warren County High School. Alex, what's your favorite memory from the last three years?
13: Uh, I would have to say probably, uh, commitment camp last year, uh, first days of camp. Uh, those were some really good memories, just, uh, hanging out with, uh, a lot of friends and, uh, obviously playing football.
12: What's the, what's the best part of these kind of these July days, the camps, the early mornings, just getting to be with the fellas? Uh, well, first
13: off, I'm just talking about how, uh, it's actually, it's pretty rough because, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, we're not, used to that summer, but, uh, it's, it's fun, um getting to know the know the know our offense, know our defense, uh, get ready for official practice.
12: We heard Coach kind of before we got started here talking about this year's group could be the group that kind of starts the success for this Warren County program. What gives you the confidence that this year's group can be the group to really start uh, a whole successful program going forward?
13: Because I feel as a, a lot of us, uh, we've bought in, uh, obviously, in the past we've had teams we've had Nate Nate Elrod and Braley Grayson, but I feel like everybody's bought in this year. I feel like everybody's is working towards the same goal and we're not individualized as as we have been in the past.
12: What is your goal and what do you think this team's goal is this year? If you could accomplish one thing, what would it be?
13: Make the playoffs for one then five hundred and then build up from there.
12: What's next for Alex Van Buren? You got a whole senior year in front of you, but what comes afterwards?
13: What comes afterwards? Basketball and baseball, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're gonna uh, we're gonna make it to the next level.
9: Scores and stats still to come. Still to come. This is the Tier One halftime report.
7: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X Mark mowers 2 to 1 over
8: the next best-selling brand mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting, Saturday, September 9th at Contessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting, Saturday, September 9th at Contessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryant and Titans Radio's
7: head coach Dave McGinnis.
14: The Titans wrap up the 2023 preseason tonight at Nissan Stadium against the New England Patriots. Titans coming off of a win in week two on the road at Minnesota. As Coach Dave McGinnis joins me now for this edition of Titans Preview, your takeaways from how Coach Mike Vrabel operated this preseason and this training
15: camp in some different ways than previous years. Well, he was right on mark with what he wanted to do. And, and clearly, there were some things. Any good head coach in this league has got to be able to adjust on the run rate. And uh, he was able to do that. You know, as a, as a former head coach, I can tell you, you really plan these things out, you know, very, very down to the intricate details. But you have to be willing to adjust if things change. Case in point. New England was supposed to come in here to be able to work out against us for the second uh, joint practice. They were not able to. They canceled. So Mike Vrabel, instead of worrying about something being canceled, he he pivoted to a to an inter-squad blue-white scrimmage that he got so much out of. But just seamless seamless movement is is what is what he's about. And so everything seems so well planned out. And if there is anything that changes what your original plan was he he jumps on it immediately and just smooths it out and moves forward i think it's been a very seamless camp it, it's been a it's been a relatively healthy camp and it's been a very productive camp to this point point. and mac this speaks to what you talk about every season that mike Vrabel has been
14: here is his ability to work off schedule he seems to be kind of a master at that
15: well, he gets it. He just gets the league uh, read right from top to bottom, and even more than the O's and the X's of football. He gets he gets the league. I mean, he he's one of the the, the biggest contributing factors in the competition committee. He understands players because he was one at a, at, a, at a high high level. He understands how an organization works. He's a wonderful people person. He uh, he he knows how to incorporate everybody. The uh, the things that that you have to do as a head coach even much more than just just what the the fundamental parts of football are because it's a massive, massive job. I've been a head coach. You, you're, you're in charge of a lot of people in a lot of different areas, but Mike Vrabel, the best thing, phrase I can use, Rhett, he gets it. He gets this league and what it takes to operate in it from top to bottom. All right, and, and some of the names
14: that both you and Mike have called on Titans Radio and, and what we've observed, can you, give me some names of guys that have stood out to you in this not only training camp but but in the preseason as well.
15: Well Ty J. Spears, you know, jumps to mind if you're talking about new players, you know, new new people that, that we're looking at. You know, we haven't seen enough of Will Levis yet, but Ty J. Spears has been a uh, has been a, a, a wonderful addition to this football team. And to give you major props, this is one of your favorite guys when we vet over three hundred players going into the draft for Titans Radio. You've always had your eye on him, and he's not disappointed anybody, you know, whatsoever. Caleb Murphy is another guy that has stepped up from Ferris. State, you know, I don't care whether you're from Ferris State, Ferris Wheel State, Carousel State. I don't care where you're from. If you're able to come in and get to the quarterback, you're going to open some eyes. And and he's been able to do that. Colton Dow, uh, you know, the seventh round draft pick from Tennessee Martin. He needs to stay healthy so that because he's got some some really intrinsic physical ability with speed but he needs to be uh, stay healthy so that he can show that and demonstrate that and so it's been a very interesting camp to look at to watch I think some of the new people that Rand Carthon has brought in especially Aziz Al Shearer we have not seen him in preseason games but on the practice field he stands out every day to me and then the thing that I really like is the fact that we've been able to keep and let's knock on wood here our secondary healthy because those starting five in there are a pretty good unit.
14: All right, and I'm glad you brought up Al Shire in this because in a lot of the off season moves that they made in bringing guys here, there are guys that have top level experience but maybe have not necessarily proven themselves as the guy. Arden Key is one that comes to mind. Aziz Al Shire is another. so I ask you this: who is someone who will make this roster? who you're looking for a, a big step forward and think they'll do that in 2023 for the tight?
15: You talking about somebody that's brand new or are you talking about somebody that's been here? Both. Christian Fulton. I think this is a big year for him. Even, i mean this is a, this is a contract year for him and and, and, and last year it was, a, it, was a, it was an issue with him you know being able to be available you know for for a, a duration of a season He has come back has changed his body has transformed his body and uh, he looks like a starting corner now but he 's available constantly now in practice also Rashad weaver Rashad Weaver completely reformed his body from last year he 's always been a speed to power guy he 's always been a high effort guy but he he got married to the iron Aaron, as I like to say, in the off season with Frank Barino, and so now he's got an NFL body to go along with that effort. Alright, so the difficult part comes after
14: tonight's game of cuts. It's inevitable. It happens every season. Two-parter on this one. One is... Because the idea is that your your cuts are the more difficult they are, the more better your your roster already is in terms of who you know is going to be there and who is fighting for just a handful of jobs. So, do you think that this is a little harder year for them to make cuts on this outside of the norm of you know giving that information to a player and saying, hey, look, we're going to put you on a practice squad or we wish you well. And then the other part is. For the first time ever, they're making one cut league-wide, and what uh, head coach Mike Vrabel and general manager Rand Carthon have to navigate in trying to maybe find someone that is released from somewhere else in order to fill out the back end of this roster.
15: Well, the personnel department has already been navigating this, and you're right. This is the first year in the league that there's been one massive cut at the end of the preseason. It used to be you would make two cuts before the end of the preseason. So now your numbers are going to be huge out there. So they have already been, all, all of this preseason, they have been navigating what is going on around the league. Uh, you, you, I've done this for 38 years, 31 years as a coach, where it's always hard to make cuts. It's always hard because guys that you have here have given you everything they've gotten for all this time, you know, from the spring on to this time. And cuts are always hard. And and you have to make those decisions. A lot of times you let guys go that you would like to keep, but because of the position, the position availability, because of what your needs may be. And then you're always taking a major chance when you release somebody that you'd like to call back. If you expose them to waivers, and they're claimed by a team that wants to put them on their 53, well, then, you know, that player's not yours anymore. And so it, it's, it's a very, very concentrated time. It's a gut-wrenching time for, for coaches and personnel people because these are decisions that, that are important not only to your club but also to the, to the career of these young players or any players. The other thing that, that happens, though, is, Rhett, and, and so that our, our our listeners understand, this Final 53 is not going to be the Final 53 for the end of the season. Because you know, the final fifty-three to the first week, uh, there's a lot of caveats that come with it. If you've got a veteran player that's close to a young player, you might keep the young player because if you keep a veteran player from week one, that can that contract is guaranteed for the entire year. If you pick them up after week two, then it's it's a week to week contract. That that makes a huge huge difference. And plus you're always trying you're always trying, as I say, Rhett, to chum the bottom of the roster. So a, a roster is a fluid thing in the night National Football League. So join that man right there,
14: Coach Dave McGinnis, our head coach of Titans Radio and the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, as they call the final preseason game of 2023 tonight at Nissan Stadium. It's the Titans and the New England Patriots. Before we queue up the regular season two weeks from Sunday in New Orleans September the 10th against the New Orleans Saints. You can hear all of that action and all of the great programming that Titans Radio has to offer, including the Mike Variable Show Mondays at 6 o'clock Central, right here on this great Titans Radio station. For Coach Dave McGinnis, I'm Red Bryan. Thanks for listening to Titans Preview.
9: is the Tier 1 half-time report. halftime
8: report. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. In every game, every quarter, every play, Teamwork makes the dream
6: work. Team up with The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the
5: difference. The property company. Proud supporters of our local athletes. The plumber who does it right. a Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call a Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319- 6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319- 6395. Call for emergencies. Call for Modeling and renovations. Call for new
2: construction. The plumber who does it right. ANL Plumbing. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
3: The UC Sports Station Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
0: We'll do, uh, well, I, I guess it's us. I'm not sure. Um, uh, let's see. So 20 seconds, I guess. I think it's all of you. All right. And we're back live at Nunley Stadium in McMinnville. Uh, we've got about two and a half minutes left uh, from halftime of tonight's game between White County and Warren County. Uh, White County leads Warren County 8-6. to six. Uh, A lot of defensive plays in the first half, and it has been a very close game, and we expect uh, that to continue. Uh, On into the second half, just like it has in this rivalry matchup for uh, six of the last ten years, as we've talked about before. Uh, Six of the last ten matchups have been decided by seven points or less. And uh, tonight's matchup has been uh, very close once again. And once again, I'm Craig Delk here with Coach Wes Shanks, who's uh, helping me out with the commentary. Good battle so far uh, tonight. it's been a just a good good defensive struggle with some big big plays at key times for uh, both defenses to set uh, the offenses up in good spots and so what are we looking at at the second half we're we're definitely uh, from the coaches perspective
1: you're learning a lot about your team you're learning uh, some of the offensive strategies if they're being successful what adjustments you got to make as far as defense Uh, and, and these coaches uh, are trying to put their best foot forward with the players and the prime opportunities to be successful. And so we've, we've seen some uh, key guys like Purvis and Pinion and Van Vuren step up to those positions, which we probably knew they would. It's all about now. Which other uh, candidates can
0: step up and be successful for their team? And so we, we've got some stats from the first half, not a whole lot uh, offensively in the first half uh, for the Warriors. Tripp Pinson ran 12 times for 39 yards. He also completed six of his eight passes for 58... or 51 yards, rather, with one touchdown. And uh, other than that, for the Warriors, Isaiah Kelso had one run for five yards, Peyton Simpson one run for four yards, uh, but not a lot else. And uh, in the receiving end, Antonio Purvis had two catches for 18 yards and a touchdown, and Darvon Richmond, Peyton Simpson, Cole Sims, and Gage Stevenson each had one catch. For the Pioneers... Uh, Not a lot on the ground. P.J. Truix with three carries for 13 yards and Isaiah Robledo, four carries for zero yards. And through the air, it was Alex Van Vuren, who was four of 10 for 56 yards with one touchdown and two interceptions. Of course, that touchdown went to Cal Latina. It was a 22-yard strike. Uh, P.J. Truix had one catch for 20 yards. And Isaiah Robledo had two catches for 14 yards. So uh, mostly a defensive battle. The uh, Warriors got their touchdown set up by an Antonio Purvis interception deep in Warren County territory. That was one of his two interceptions in the first half. And the uh, Warren County score uh, was a nice drive uh, by the Pioneers and set up by – and the score was a great individual effort by Calatina to uh, break through several tackles to uh, score from 22 yards out. And so we're just about ready to kick off the second half here, and it is eight to six. White County leads Warren County at Nunley Stadium. I tell you what, it's great
1: atmosphere. Uh, the crowd's got even bigger. I see a lot of fans out there. Uh, both. Persons and waving them in the air, the, uh, the handheld ones, due to the uh, heat. But this uh, Nunley Stadium is something else here in the Upper Cumberland. You've got the Pioneers' hedges in the south end zone. You've got people on blankets up there by the oak trees next to the road. You've got the bowl set up with the grass lined everywhere. Uh, the Warren County staff here has this field looking uh, pristine. Got the red lettering on the, on the uh, field. Uh, It's just a a great time for week two football
0: game as we get going here in the second half. It's been a great atmosphere so far. And here for the kickoff, we have Alex Van Vuren, the quarterback, going to kick once again. And he boots the ball, a medium-range kick, and the Warriors have it at about the 20-yard line, number five. Good cut. That is a good cut. He's gained several yards. Great individual effort by number five, Demarius Dowell. Looked like he was bottled up, but he kept turning, kept turning, broke several tackles, and went down the left side almost to midfield to give the Warriors great field position here to start the second half. I believe that was Van Vleet that had to, uh, uh, Van Vuren, excuse me, that had to make that uh, tackle right there. Number five, uh,
1: Dow, just again, uh, younger brother of Malik and just a tremendous athlete, Uh, got ahead of steam. Made a great right-to-left cut They didn't allow him to get outside. They got another 15 yards. Luckily, Warren County was able
0: to uh, eliminate that from the uh, as they start at the 45. So uh, White County starts with three receivers to the right and one to the left, and it's going to be a, a fake, fake handoff. Pinion kick keeps the ball, Whoa. gets a first down, lowers his shoulder, and gets about 14 yards for a first down into Warren County territory. A great run by Trip Pinion to fake the handoff and charge ahead for a gain of about 15.
1: Let's see which team can come out with some intensity. Right there, Trip Pinion comes back hot, passes the uh, uh, with a great fake up the middle, 10 yards in, decided to meet uh, Gage Harris right there, 10 yards deep, and Pinion got
0: the best of him. First down. Now it's first and 10 with three receivers to the right, and the RPO, Pinion, keeps the ball once again, and it looks like he gained about five yards this time to get down to the 35-yard line of the Pioneers, and it looked like Pinion right there trying to fake it to Tyler Gribble. He's trying to uh, hold the ball as
1: long as he can because I tell you, Pinion wants to keep that ball. He's looking to run the ball every play, and so on that RPO run-pass option, he's just just totally looking for that.
0: So that was about a five-yard gain on that play, to make it uh, second and five, and it looks like Pinion will be in the shotgun once again. Three receivers to the right, one to the left, single back, uh, single running back in the backfield, and he fakes the handoff again and keeps it up the middle. And he is going to run Down. all the way to the end zone. What a run by Trip Pinion! turned on the jets and he ran 35 yards right up the middle for a touchdown he had his guy right there number 62 tj dodd
1: i mean running with him eight yards through the line pinion kind of got his small shoulders in between them and then the, through the secondary just blew by him. don't know what was said at halftime there from uh, coach betty and stuff but man those warriors have come out ready to go
0: in the second half and so they are now up 14-6 to six on the Pioneers with 10-27 left in the second quarter. And number 11, Peyton Simpson, is back to kick the extra point for the Warriors. And he kicks it, and it goes just to the right, and it is no good. And so that will leave the score at 14-6, to six and the Pioneers are still within one possession trailing 14 to 6 with 10-27 left in the second quarter. And so we're going to go take a quick
4: break. Practice here, game day there. You never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the Way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team.
0: And we're back from Nunley Stadium, with 10:27 left in the third quarter. White County leads the host Warren County 14 to six, and the Warriors have just scored another touchdown on a 35-yard run right up the gut by Trip Pinion. Great uh, quarterback keeper. Uh, and a good individual effort to give the Warriors uh, an expanded lead. Coach Mike Sloan, offensive coordinator, could not be more
1: pleased with the effort of the uh, O-line and your uh, offensive staff right there coming out
0: of the second half. So the Warriors kick the ball off, and the Pioneers uh, get the return uh, from the 14-yard line. Oh, and there's a fumble. Fumble. And it looks like... The Pioneers were able to get it back. That was number 25 for Warren County. Uh, P.J. Truix was able to scoop the ball back up from what could have otherwise been a very bad turn of events for the Pioneers. But they get the ball back, and they're, they will have first and 10 from the 31-yard line. Not bad field position and very fortunate. Adrian Harris right there took, received the kick, had a little bit of a hesitation
1: trying to let the blocks uh, develop. Unfortunately for him, one of the uh, defenders, Got an arm right there on his elbow, dropped the ball. uh, And, yeah, you're right, Truix was right there for it. But he almost tried to pick the ball up and gain yards with it and almost lost the ball for a second fumble. Very lucky to
0: to have this ball right now on their 31-yard line. So it's first and 10 with 10-17 left in the third quarter. Alex Van Vuren up under center with two running backs. He hands it off to... Number eight, I believe, number three, rather, that is Adrian Harris. Not a whole lot of running room for Harris. He has stopped for a minimal game.
1: Harris is trying to get a little more lateral right there. He went on the left edge just outside the guard, uh, broke down, had some good speed, broke down, tried to cut back up the middle. By the time he slowed down for that cut, that allowed for the uh, Warren County line to uh, swarm him. Need to get a little more speed, get those guys out on the line, uh, outside, and, and use that
0: athleticism that the half. So it's going to be second and eight for the Pioneers. Van Buren under center once again with Truex and Harris in the backfield. And he pitches to Harris who goes around the right side. Got a little bit of running room and he turns the corner. But a good stop. Great looked tackle. like a shoestring tackle from the Warriors. That looked like number three. Uh, 13 i think is that antonio purvis once again man that was a great individual tackle right there great setup by your offensive
1: coordinator for warren county get a little toss sweep got outside with the uh running back athlete and
0: was proud 36 yard line van buren fakes the handoff and he passes over the top to number 14 oh unable to come up with it calatina it was just beyond his grasp would have been a huge play if he had been able to come up with it, but the ball was just off the fingertips, just a little bit far, and so that's going to make it fourth down and five from the 37-yard line for the Pioneers. Play started on the right hash, number 14 right there. Uh, Latina went up the seam as the
1: receiver tied in, broke to the outside uh, part of the pylon on the 25-yard line. You're starting to see uh, Van Vuren feeling more comfortable throwing the ball. Man, he just
0: barely missed that one. And it looks like they may be going for it on fourth down here. Very interesting. Oh, but now... squib kick. Van Buren kind of lulled them into thinking they were going to go for it, and then he did the little pooch kick, and it was a very well-executed play because that ball goes all the way down to about the 17-yard line of the Warriors. So an interesting look from uh, the Pioneers to uh, punt the ball down to the 17-yard line. And so with 8.32 left in the third quarter... White County continues to lead Warren County 14-6. Numbers
6: are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing
0: and we're back from nunley stadium and on first down and 10 trip pinion takes the quarterback keeper uh weaves in and out of traffic gets several yards and a first down got about uh, 24 or 20 yards on the play and to give the Warriors a first down. But now there is a penalty, and it looks like there's going to be a false start against the Warriors to back them up five yards.
1: Offensive coordinator right there, Mike Sloan, coming out. uh, Had some good success in that first uh, series out of that uh, halftime. Scored right there. Now they're putting some pressure on the defense, Warren County's, and they're going hurry up offense. Unfortunate number four right there, the receiver on the near side, just kind of got a little bit anxious. I bet the play was going to him, a little bit anxious, and that kind of bumped him back. But, I mean, it's kind of caught Warren County off guard a little bit. Don't know if it's a little lag from halftime, but they seem a little uh,
0: one step slower than that first half. So it'll be first and 15 from the 32-yard line, pinion in the shotgun. Gets the snap, fakes the handoff, runs it himself, and he breaks a few tackles, and he's still up. He's running around the left side and gets upended by number 24, Aiden Looper. If Looper does not get him on that tackle, then he's still running. Still running. That's a great, again, they have got the key on Trip
1: Pinion. I mean, they know it's coming. He's just that much of an athlete to, to break those tackles. Went two broken tackles at the line of scrimmage. Went upfield about five yards deep past the D-line, decided to cut it, break it out wide. If it wasn't for that uh, uh, shoestring tackle again, like you said, he's putting another six points on the board for the uh, White County
0: Warriors. So it's now first and ten from the White County 48-yard line. The Warriors lead 14-6 early in the third quarter. Trip Pinion in the shotgun. And uh, we will see what the Warriors are able to do with this momentum Pinion fakes the handoff. He's going to put it up in the air to Darvon Simpson, but it is overthrown, and Sims or Richmond, rather, Darvon Richmond, unable to run under that ball. Yes, just your, a little bit far.
1: Your fastest athlete on the field, right there. Love the setup play call by Coach Sloan. Uh, however, Trip Pinion just reared back and threw that thing like a 95 mile hour fastball. Uh, flew the post route of the middle of the field, about five to six yards over his head. Uh, the DB was was
0: there. Uh, good coverage. Good Very coverage. Good coverage. Good play call. Just didn't uh, execute. And. Uh, Unfortunately for the Warriors, they also get a holding penalty on that play, and so they are going to be backed up 10 more yards to make it first and 20 from the 38-yard line.
1: Penalties were a story in the first half. Uh, with these boys getting tired, this heat, let's see if that becomes
0: a, a bigger concern in the second. Pennington in the shotgun, gets the snap, fakes the handoff. He runs once again. Got running room up the middle, shifts back to the left. He goes around the left side. Two guys to beat. He's still running, and he's going to make it all the way to the end zone for a touchdown. What an incredible run. Wow. Uh,
1: trip pinion. Man, that White County side over there has jumped up and down their pumps. Tremendous keeper, RPO. He's done this five times already this half. Made two to three guys miss up the middle. Breaks it outside from the right to left hash all the way down the sideline. Had one guy in a – beat me race and was able to get in the end zone and wow what a turn of events here two scores
0: two possessions from white county here in the second half and it is incredible shiftiness on that play and speed he really turned it on and was able to weave through the defense and go around the left side great run by trip pinion and now it's the extra point by number 11 peyton simpson and he boots this one through, and that's going to make it 20-6. to six. The Warriors are – or 21-6, rather. The Warriors lead the Pioneers with 642 left in the third quarter.
6: In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted. The backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company. Proud supporters of our local athletes.
0: And we are back from Nunley Stadium with 6.42 left in the third quarter. The White County Warriors lead the Warren County Pioneers 21-6 after an incredible 62-yard run by Trip Pinion. And that puts him up over 100 yards for the night. He has, just like he was last week against Silverdale Academy, he has really uh, been a wrecking crew on the ground for the Warriors. Let's think about this real quick. Trip Pinion. Who did he play with last year? Malik Dow. He was up for Mr.
1: Football. He had a lot of success. The team just, you know, he developed in a role position, but a starter role, a uh, star player role following Dow. And so now, without him... Trip Pinion is starting to put his name in that conversation of, hey, I'm the guy. Let me be the guy. I think the coaching staff already realizes that, and I'm pretty sure these fans over here in Warren County side are starting to recognize
0: that as well, too. He has uh, definitely had the keys to the offense so far this game. Uh, he now has 101 yards rushing, and uh, two touchdowns so far here in the second half. Had the 35-yard run uh, at the start of the quarter, and now a 62-yard run to put the Warriors up 21-6, to and they are quickly gaining control, and the, the momentum has definitely started to turn in White County's favor. Absolutely, absolutely. Coach, uh, uh, Cameron Bond, the defensive coordinator for Warren
1: County, and, and coach matt turner are trying uh to rally the troops here you know they've had two tough series uh, some long plays right here from trip pinion that's to be expected you hope to contain him uh they did a great job of it in that first half and now it's just he's breaking through and great athletes. Uh, Superstar players find ways to do that. He is finding that second, third, fourth gear that some of these other players on the field right now don't have, and that's what
0: makes him so special. And so now the Warriors are going to kick the ball off back to the Pioneers to see if Warren County can answer. Warren County has uh, Robledo and Harris uh, in the backfield uh, waiting for the kick. And so here is the kick, and they kick it up to... Uh, The actual up man got it uh, for the Pioneers and runs it back to about the 30-yard line. Not a whole lot of running room. That was uh, for Warren County returning the kickoff number 15, I believe, which is uh, Gage Harris. And so he gets about uh, 10 yards on the return, and actually he has limped off a little bit, uh, got shaken up on the play. Trying to get uh, physical football. Warren County is physical up front,
1: or excuse me, White County's been physical up front this second half, pushing some guys around, giving those lanes for their quarterback. Defense is following suit, saying, hey, guys, we got this. A lot of momentum, like you said. It's it's shifted here in the first, uh, first moments of the second half. Warren County, they also have a superstar. Van Vuren, if there's somebody that's going to be
0: able to uh, change the tides here, he's the guy. Let's watch and see what he can do here. So Van Vuren, first and 10 from the 30-yard line. He's in the shotgun, and he's back to pass looking for an open receiver. And he's moving. Oh, and he's about to get sacked by number 44 for the Warriors. That is A.J. Hunt. Uh, Van Vuren turned around, and there was A.J. Hunt ready to wrap him up, and that is going to be a loss of uh, about one or two yards. He was rolling from right to left.
1: Uh, we've seen some success on this play earlier in the game where he throws one over the middle for a good 20, 25 yard. Uh, again, he's, he's threw one down the line to the left field side to uh, over the top was unsuccessful on the catch, a drop in the end zone. But he does
0: love to roll to his left. This time just didn't have anybody open to get rid of the ball. So second and 11, and uh, Van Buren is back to pass. He throws it. Oh, wow. He was looking for the open receiver and...
1: good little pass play. Uh, they were only going to gain about five yards as the uh, number 13 comes through with a comeback. Uh, was unable to get his hands underneath that ball before it scooped up, bounced off the turf here in uh, McMinnville. Uh, but there was also a penalty on the play. They're going to decline it. Now it's going to be fourth down. Uh, we saw a little quick pooch kick on fourth down last time. Let's see what they do on on offense. Fourth down on their own 30. Uh, they need to make
0: some things happen. Looks like, for now, number four, uh, that is Braden Holguin, is back to punt. It looks like a more traditional setup uh, here as opposed to the last time they were in the punting formation, but uh, the Pioneers are down 21-6 to to White County here midway through the third quarter, and Holguin is going to kick the ball. The lefty boots it, and it goes past midfield, and number 11, Peyton Simpson, gets the ball, runs around the left side, got a... Good bit of room. Breaks the tackle. Breaks another tackle. And he is down to the 33-yard line of the Pioneers. So a very good return by uh, Peyton Simpson for the Warriors to give them great field position. Like you said right there, the lefty foot uh,
1: from the near hash kicks it, and the ball actually goes to the far hash. And on a big one-hopper, that allowed the return man to get it on a head of steam or get it with a head of steam. Uh, made one guy miss, gained 20 more yards. And if it wasn't for a couple of other defenders there uh, trailing the play, again, it, we're starting to see more opportunities for why
0: County. They just got an extra gear right now than the uh, Pioneers do. And so we've got first and 10 for, for White County from the Warren County 33-yard line. And Tripp Pinion is in the shotgun, gets the snap. Fakes the handoff, runs again, and he gets a few yards right up the middle along the left hash, and it looks like he gained about five on that play. They're going to continue to do that,
1: continue to go uh, sweep, you know, a little jet sweep or a, uh, running back sweep from left to right. Pinion, the RPO, has the option to keep or to uh, hand off, but we've seen already that he's definitely choosing the uh, ladder of the
0: bunch to take it right up the middle uh, because he's had some success. And so it's second down and five from the 28 with 450 left in the third quarter. Pinion in the shotgun, gets the snap, and this time he does indeed hand it off. And around the right side is number 15, Cole Sims, and he gained a good little bit of yardage there, and I believe they were able to get a first down. Another uh, good tag right there by Gage Harris, your DB
1: on the outside edge. Uh, but after a, a 10-yard game, I mean, that, that's right now Warren County is uh, impeding on – uh, Warren County. They're just they're they're going at will with this uh, run defense. That's how they won against Syrfield last week,
0: and they're uh, they're really uh, putting it to it right now against this uh, Pioneer defense. So it is first and ten from the twenty yard line. Uh, Trip Pinion in the shotgun with three receivers to the left, one to the right. Fakes the handoff and now he goes up the middle around the right side and he's going to run all the way to the end zone for a 20-yard touchdown and this third quarter has simply been the Trip Pinion show with three touchdown runs. This one coming with 4.15 left in the third quarter. And it is now 27-6. to White County leads Warren County after a 20-yard touchdown run by Tripp Pinion.
5: And he
1: easily got in, made one man miss at the line of scrimmage. Uh, again, that offensive line for White County has found their stride, uh, found their uh, rhythm. Uh, is making one cut, and he's into the secondary. And right now, he's just got a, uh, a different gear than some of these uh, DBs on the uh, and
0: the secondary side of the uh, linebackers on the Warren County Pioneers. And so we've got uh, a player down for the Warriors, and uh, it looks like uh, an injury that we've got a timeout here for with 4.15 left in the third quarter. And so we're going to take a little bit of a break with White County leading 27-6 to 6 with 4.15 left in the third quarter.
16: This is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. At Twin Lakes we believe in innovation and moving our communities and schools forward with technology. And that's why we are honored to sponsor community grants and scholarships. Support our local elementary and high schools. Build internship programs for graduating seniors. Partner with Foundation for Rural Services to provide youth tours to Washington D.C. Twin Lakes is proud to live in and support our local community. For more information on Twin Lakes community programs, please visit Twin lakes.net
0: and we're back at Stadium, uh, with 415 left in the third quarter, White County leads Warren County 27-6, it looks like the White County player who was down was number two, Xavier Gamblin he was able to walk off under his own power so that's uh, good to see and we are going to have the extra point for the Warriors number 11, Peyton Simpson uh, booted the last one through and he's going to look to make it 28 to 6 with this kick. And he kicks the ball, and it goes up through the uprights, and that makes it 28 to 6. The Warriors now lead the White County Pioneers, and they have absolutely taken control of this game after what was really a back and forth first half. Trip Pinion and company have exerted their will so far in the second half. You
1: know, what I can think of right now, it's Coach Mike Sloan on that offensive coordinator. They must have seen a few things that were working well in that first half. Yes, they want to be a dynamic, a physical team that just, uh, you know, can force whatever they want at any given time on the defense. Uh, but, hey, let's not do anything from the norm. Mm-hmm. If, if trip Pinion up the middle works for you, trip Pinion up the middle is what we're going to do. And so that, that's something from uh, uh, your uh, Curtis Beatty uh, staff that's, I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. On the flip side, Coach Turner and his staff—hey, again, we said that a few minutes ago—they're rallying the troops. That hole is getting deeper. Uh, yes, they were successful last week by being down 14 and had a really big comeback in a rival game. Uh, they're in danger of getting too far behind at this point, with only you know 4:15 to go in the third quarter. Anything can still happen, but you, it is very noticeable. The uh, the momentum shift, uh, the mannerisms on the field right now. There's just a little more pep in the uh, white jerseys of uh, White County versus the red jerseys of the Pioneers.
0: And that has definitely been noticeable, and now the Pioneers are going to see if they can respond. Yeah, down 28-6 to six with 4.15 left in the third quarter, and the Warriors are going to kick the ball off, and it's a short kick to the up man for the Pioneers. And... He brings the ball back to about the 38-yard line where he is tackled, and that was number 15, Gage Harris. Uh, Great kick return defense right there. You're starting to see something.
1: Uh, The same kickoff every time. They've seen something on on film that they like, where they're kicking it to towards the numbers, uh, which is allowing uh, Warren Kane to advance it about five, maybe eight yards. But by the time he gets those yardage, he's got three, four guys there,
0: uh, easily uh, stopping them. So... It seems like they're willing to give up that little bit of uh, field position to avoid uh, kicking it back to the big playmakers in uh, Robledo and Harris. And great so, great strategy by the coaching staff.
1: Uh, kudos you know, these guys. They, they look uh, work hard all week long for preparation, and so
0: it, it's, it's exciting as a coach when it pays off for you. And so here we are, first and 10 from the 38-yard line. Van Buren in the shotgun with two running backs in the backfield looking to pass, and he now – tucks the ball and he runs for about five or six yards along the left sideline before he is met by several White County Warrior defenders. That was a uh, designed pass play right there. He
1: was not looking to run. However, the uh, defensive line kind of got a little wide on him. O-line had a good little push. That's the first time all night he's actually put his head down and took off downfield. Uh, I would love to see more of that from Van Buren right there. Big six foot
0: one, six foot two guy, athlete. I wouldn't want to hit him. No, I wouldn't either. And he got some uh, good yardage there. So we'll see if that's something they go back to. Second and four, and we've got uh, what looks to be. Uh, an offside on uh, one of the Warren County receivers. Asher Kelso, potentially, number nine, number eight, right there,
1: uh, Lex Winfrey. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Isaiah Robidello. Rab- he, Sir. uh, he took off right there. He was 10 yards downfield before one of the officials threw his flag. Everybody in the stands were yelling before the officials were on that one. Look, looks like the uh, what you see in the arena league, I think, uh, with the receiver in motion. And had a running start. You know, maybe they need to try some of that right now to get something, in, uh,
0: something else working for them on offense. But that's exactly what it looked like. So now it's uh, second and nine from the 39. And Van Buren is in the shotgun once again with Trucks in the backfield and three receivers to the right, one to the left. Van Vuren back to pass, throws it, and the ball, oh, it was grabbed. What a catch by number, uh, is that eight or three? It's a little difficult to see on the far
1: end. From the near side to the far side, we've seen this play four or five times a as Again, as a uh, Warren County fan, you're holding your breath because he's on the near hash, throwing that ball 25, 30 yards all the way to the sideline on the far side. And that time, put it placed. I mean, you couldn't have placed it any better. Grabbed the
0: ball, went up the sideline for a few extra yards. I mean, that, that's a that's a very confident throw. And that was a very good catch too. By and it was Robledo, I believe, who was able to come up with that for about a 13-yard gain, putting the Warriors into uh, or the Pioneers into Warrior territory. It's first and ten from the 48. Van Buren is in the shotgun looks to pass and he's going to put it up in the air got him to, open to number 14 was unable to come up with it cal latina who made the touchdown grab earlier in the game tried to get another one and had a step on the warrior defender but was unable to come up with it just to go right right there again
1: you you seen coaching staff must love it when uh, van Buren rolls to his left across his body Uh, set his feet, made a great 40-yard throw downfield, put the air underneath it. Uh, Latino had that big catch early in the game, touchdown pass, had a man by two steps. He felt he got bumped, maybe pulled down a little bit. Uh, Ball was very catchable. Uh, White County got away with one there. That
0: should be six points for Warren County. And so that makes it second and 10 from the 48-yard line. Van Buren in the shotgun. And he gets the snap, rolls out to the left, looking for a receiver, throws it up. He's got a man open and a breakup at the last moment by the Warriors. That was number 11, I believe.
5: Yeah, Peyton,
1: Peyton Simpson, Simpson,
0: I mean, just a, a great
1: late break. He was beat. Man was over top of him. Of course, he's over the middle of the field. This receiver is on the outside coming over the middle. Uh, Van Vuren put that ball in a good spot, probably a slightly underthrown. That slight touch of underthrown allowed Simpson to get back there and put a fingernail on it. But I tell you what, too, you got all, you got Lex Winfrey who kind of rushed that, that he was a defensive end for White County, who made Van Vuren throw that ball just a little too early, didn't let that play across the field develop. And so, again, this, these White County defenders are just making those plays a little bit. Uh, I mean, they're just, they're making those small
0: adjustments, those small plays that are the difference in the game right now and so it was a great effort by Simpson to dive for that ball, and he kind of got his uh, breath knocked out of him is what it appears. He's down uh, on the field right now, and so uh, we'll take a little bit of a break to give him some time to get up. White County leads Warren County 28-6 to with 2.41 left in the third quarter.
5: The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call AL Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone 319 6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff 319 6395. Call for emergencies. Call for modeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing.
0: And we're back at Nunley Stadium with 241 left in the third quarter. White County leads Warren County 28-6. Peyton Simpson, the defensive back, who just made a great play for the Warriors, uh, got his breath knocked out, but he has been able to walk off under his own power, and that's going to leave the Pioneers at third and ten from the 48-yard line. Alex Van Buren in the shotgun with three receivers to the right. He's looking for an open one. Gets oh. Had an open receiver in number two, Creed Adams would have been short of the first down, but uh, a drop on the play, and so they end up getting nothing out of it.
1: Pressure coming in on Ben Vuren. I mean, he hung in there, was about to get smacked by both sides of the defensive line, left and right-hand side, threw a little out route uh, over the seam of the uh, field right there, about 11 yards worth. Had the men open. Uh, When you blitz, there's going to be guys open downfield could not grasp the, the ball right there and that's unfortunate because this warren county fan base they are just waiting
0: for a big play they're about to rub because they know how important this down is and here we go on fourth down they're going for it they are indeed nothing to lose here down uh three touchdowns van buren in the shotgun rolls out to the right looking for someone and there's lots of pressure throws it to number great tackle number two i believe is that yes? That was a, uh, Creed Adams, but a great tackle by the Warriors. Just guess who? Short. Guess
1: who the tackle's made by? Nobody else but Antonio Purvis. I mean, quarterback Van Van Vlien, uh, Van Vuren rolls out to the right, comes back across his body under pressure, makes the uh, to his receiver makes reception. Feels like all he's got to do is get up field about three yards, and he's got a first down on a huge fourth down play. And there he is, Antonio Purvis, your player of the game, other than your trip pinion, co players of the game right now, man, that would have been a tremendous play for Warren County Would have got that momentum going, but kudos to
0: uh, White county they just man they are they are hot tonight, very big stop, and they have dominated the third quarter, and now they have first and ten from the forty yard line pinion hands the ball off to number 21, JoJo Dowell, who goes up the middle. We haven't seen a lot of uh, Trip Pinion handing the ball off tonight, but of course he's had a lot of success uh, with his own feet. And so this time he hands off to Dowell, who gets about nine yards on the play to the 49-yard line, so that will leave it second and a long one.
1: After seeing that play, I believe I'd go to him a few more times, too. A little off the edge to the, from the from right to left, got nine yards with a
0: nice little cut right through the O-line. I mean, a little quick burst. Great play. Now a quick pass from Pinion to number two. That is Xavier Gamblin, and he gets a first down uh, around the right side, a quick screen pass to Gamblin and he is down at the 42-yard line of Warren County. Play start on the left hash, comes over here to receiver on the right hash.
1: Uh, Purvis was the non-catching receiver, blocking downfield, which allowed for another seven, 10 yards on that play. Uh, great overall team work
0: right here by White County. Every player is doing their job. It's now first and 10 from the 42-yard line, getting late in the third quarter. And Trip Pinions in the shotgun once again with Dowell in the backfield. Hands the ball off to him this time, but there's nothing doing for Dowell on the run. Wonder if
1: uh, Trip Pinions getting just a little bit tired out there. He was handing that ball off. Felt like he, uh, almost a little bit of communication, almost either held on it, to it too long, or Dowell wasn't expecting it because he had that ball on his back hip, and as a running back, that's not where you're supposed to be holding the ball. They were very fortunate just to, Away with a one yard loss and to hold the ball because Warren County was
0: right there ready for him. Aiden Miller on the stop, a great uh, wrapping up of Dowell, and so that makes it second and 11 from the 43 yard line. Pinion in the shotgun once again with Dowell in the backfield. Actually, yes, and it's a fake handoff this time. Goes back to what he's been doing for much of the game, and Pinion gains about four or five yards, it appears. Xander McCormick
1: right there for Warren County. Great job getting him down. Unfortunately, he was tackling him from behind after he crossed through the line. And so, big fella kind of pushed him upfield another two, three yards for the tackle. Uh, that's the difference in if you can stop him at the line versus a
0: no game or a yardage loss versus, hey, now we're third and five. And that's going to be the last play of the third quarter as White County jogs off the field along with Warren County at the end of three quarters. White County leads Warren County 28-6.
3: This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week.
9: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
3: In every
6: game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the
2: difference. The Property Company. Proud supporters of our local athletes. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
0: Warren County, 28-6. to And tonight, uh, it's been, uh, once again, a story of Trip Pinion's legs and making plays for the Warriors. Uh, by our numbers, we have him with 21 carries for 224 yards. A lot of that came in the third quarter as he scored uh, three touchdowns on runs of 35, 62, and 20 to swing the momentum the Warriors' way and give them control of this uh, rivalry matchup. Hey, Craig, this has been great. Week two football, great environment here.
1: I mean, this band has been amazing. The students are ready to go. They need a few more plays right here on the Warren County side to get them, get the, stoke the fire, if you will. But, man, White
0: County is just here on offense, third and six. Uh, They've got to find some way to slow them down if you're uh, the Pioneers. And the Warriors are at the 39-yard line, looking to keep the drive alive. Pinion back to pass. Tries to get away from the defense. He's got a few Pioneers running after him, and they finally get him stopped, but not before he gains maybe a yard and a lot of running for that one yard, but uh, just showed his elusiveness on that play like he has for much of the night. He's a quick cat. Man,
1: he's a quick cat. Sit back. He wanted to throw that ball, but the old Johnny Manziel comes back, trying to go a little left, then comes back uh, right, rolls back left, cuts upfield up the
0: middle for all that 20, 25 yards worth of running, no gain. Yep, and so now it's fourth and about seven, maybe a long seven, Uh, from the 40-yard line, and Pinion is in the shotgun along with number 16, Owen Adams, trying to get get a first down on this big fourth down play. The Pioneers desperately need a stop if they want to get the ball back. And it looks like Pinion is trying to uh, draw them off sides, and that's not going to happen.
1: Very, very poised right there from your Warren County defense. You probably had to know that was coming fourth and uh, fourth and long from their forty. Uh, Warren County did a good job by not jumping. Hey, you can just feel it right now. They they're one play away from getting some momentum, and man, do they need something. Trip Pinion has been very difficult to slow down.
0: He has been uh, a incredible. Uh, not not just a one-man wrecking crew, certainly, but he has done uh, an outstanding job with running over uh, 220 yards with three touchdowns, and then he threw for the fourth touchdown. So just an outstanding performance uh, for Pinion. And now the Warriors will be punting up 28 to six early in the fourth quarter, punting from their own 45-yard line. And number five Demarius Dowell punts the ball. Deep into Warren County territory and a fair catch by number two, Creed Adams, inside the 20-yard line around the 14 is where the Pioneers will get the ball. Good punt, good coverage. That's just a good upper Cumberland football right there. And so the Pioneers desperately need to get some momentum going. They're down, they're down three scores right here. You know,
1: it's a 6-28 to 28 ball game. They're not out of it with a, with 10:55. A couple plays here, a couple plays there. You can remember the White County Warriors, they score their three touchdowns this half weekly. Man, it was quickly. So the same thing can happen with the athletes on the uh, Pioneer side, but they've got to be efficient with their plays. They've got to break one. They've got to break one long at some point tonight, uh, and you hope it's
0: this uh, series of downs. And they showed resiliency last week when they uh, rallied against the Cap County from a two-touchdown deficit. So first and ten, Van Buren in the shotgun, hands it off to... Uh, the back around the right side, but nothing doing at all for, uh, number eight. That appears to be Robledo, I believe on the carry and the White County defense stopped him in his tracks, tried to do a little jet sweep right there from left to right hand side. Uh, great job by, uh, White County on stuffing it. Uh, looks like there's someone down at the moment and it looks like some cramps, uh, with one of the white county defenders and so with 10:42 left in the fourth quarter the warriors lead 28 to 6 over warren county and uh let's take a 60 second break here as uh the uh, trainers tend to the white county player
8: you've been dreaming of that car for a long time And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
0: what number that is uh oh, oh 44 Yeah, I believe that's 44. And we are back at Nunley Stadium with 10:42 left in the fourth quarter. White County leads the host Warren County Pioneers 28 to 6. And the player who was down for White County was number 44, A.J. Hunt. And it looked like he had a little bit of cramping going on, and so he is walking off the field under uh, mostly under his own power but with a little bit of help. If you remember the keys of the games there, Craig, I mean, it's hot. Man, yes, right it now, is. looking
1: at our watch, it's 79 degrees, and it's almost 10 o'clock. Uh, that's a different dynamic that these guys are used to playing in. Uh, we knew stamina was going to come into play week one. Everybody's fresh. Uh, they're, they're hitting each other in practice instead of the other guys. Week two, you've already had that one week of uh, preparation. And going into week two, you you're just kind of, you, I mean, you had a wore out, you know, wear well down week from your rivalry week before. Uh, which team was going to be able to last and stay healthy in this ball game. And right now, uh, we got guys going down on both sides. As
0: hot as it is, that's just a. Uh part of it it uh, is and second down van Buren back to pass oh good he's pump. got a receiver open but it was just a little bit out of bounds just a little bit too wide for number 14 calatina he's been the uh, receiving playmaker for the pioneers tonight but just not enough room down that right sideline as he was trying to uh, fit the ball into a little bit of a space
1: nice play call right there by coach uh, they had the Again, jet sweep or receiver sweep coming across. They did a, little, a fake toss on that, an underneath route that Van Buren did a little pump fake on. Two of the three uh, DBs bit on it, but luckily for Warren County, uh, one that was needed did
0: not, and it was a, a ball that could have been caught, but he would have been out of bounds. And so that makes it third and 12 from the 12-yard line. Van Vuren back to pass, rolls out to the left. He's got pressure. He was in the end zone, but throws it to Truix and gets a little bit of a gain, but not going to be enough for a first down, going to be about uh, three or four yards short. And it looks like... Van Vuren is coming off the field like they're going to do a little punt right here.
1: But, man, it's getting late in the game right here with only 9.50 to go, three possessions, uh, fourth and three. This is probably one of those moments you need to make something. That was a great play by him, rolling to his left. Uh, had three guys, three defenders in his face, throwing over the middle,
0: uh, a good reception. You, you've got to get three yards here to continue this drive. And so Van Vuren is under center, has uh, two running backs in the backfield with a receiver out on the left. Got a little motion from right to left. And Van Vuren is trying to do a hard count, it looks like. And so he calls a timeout. It looked like they wanted to get that uh, easy five Same yards.
1: play. Same play. A little trickery right there by Coach Turner. Uh, you, you, before your line gets set, you're trying to move two guys at the same time, which is legal. Uh, and in the first quarter, it gained them a, a quick five yards. Uh, at this time, Poise team, a wise team from uh, White County defense, was aware from it, learned from the first half, and able to uh, not jump, which now creates a still difficult uh, decision for Coach Turner, fourth and four.
0: It's a very difficult because if if you don't get it, uh, White County is knocking on the doorstep of uh, getting another touchdown to put the game away. But you really have to get something going so you understand if they do decide to go for it.
1: And time of possession is big right now. Uh, White County is that dynamic offense where they have three or four guys right now uh, that are going to be able to break a big long run. We've seen that uh, three four times already this half. But more uh, important for Coach Curtis Beatty is keep that ball. Let's let's eat that clock away, uh, keep it in our possession. And so for Warren County, you have limited opportunities left. Uh, Let's see what they can do with them.
0: Well, and it appears they're going to try to punt the ball. We don't know that for sure, but they are lining up as if it uh, were going to be a punt on fourth and four from their own 21-yard line with 920 left in the fourth quarter. And so there's the snap, and they do indeed punt it. And it looks like it's going to go almost to midfield and almost a dangerous situation with uh, White County's Peyton Simpson scooping up the ball but he had good hands there, was able to grab it, and that will give the Warriors pretty good field position at the Pioneers' 45-yard line. I love the confidence of him right there coming up to make that catch, kind of a, a good
1: spiral, a vertical spiral. So it's tough read here in the, in the dark evening with the uh, McMimble air and the, the bright lights. And so that was a very difficult play. It could have been trouble. Some coaches said, hey, stay away from it, stay
0: away from it. Uh, but I do love the confidence to make that play because it probably saved them ten yards, and and so now they'll have the ball first and ten at the 45 yard line. Pinion in the shotgun, fakes the handoff and he gets around the left end. Is going to get probably uh, eight or nine yards or so. Uh, another good run from Trip Pinion. Good block on the end right there. The receiver, uh,
1: Devon, Devon Richmond. I mean, Pinion did a great job with stiff arm eluding one runner. Richmond got the other blocker, which allowed him to get seven yards. Uh, Did get out of bounds on this near side here. Probably wants to stay in bounds, but they're taking
0: yards. As long as they're moving those chains, that clock is going to continue to roll. So 9.05 left in the fourth quarter. It's uh, second and three from the 38, pinion in the shotgun. This time he hands the ball off to number 15, Cole Sims, who goes around the right side trying to find the sticks, and he does indeed find the sticks. It depends on where the spot is, but it looked like he got just around the corner. We'll see where they spot the ball. You know, that's
1: great coverage. That's uh, Warren County's defense, they do look a little uh, gas, a little tired right now, but every guy was in his zone right there. Everybody was uh, prepared to make that tackle. Unfortunately, they just they were giving up. By the time he went from the near hash to the far sideline, he gained three yards uh, just by sheer distance that he was putting between him and the defender.
0: And it looks like he was just short, and so it would be third in a very short uh, distance, and pinion. Goes with the fake handoff, runs around the right side, breaks a couple of tackles, still running, shifts and jukes his way around, and he has gotten another big run down deep into Warren County territory. Looks like he's about at the 15-yard line. Another great effort by Tripp Pinion to elude the defense. Coach Curtis Betty,
1: third and one. Who do you want to give the ball to? Yeah, I want my number one go-to guy to take that ball. And he sure did. He called his own number, Guarantee it. He wasn't giving that ball up. Slips up the right side on the B gap. Makes three, four little cuts to gain about 20 yards right there. A tremendous
0: move. Great uh, effort once again by uh, Tripp Pinion. He has run for 242 yards tonight. So that gives the Warriors first and 10 from the 14-yard line. And the clock is still moving at about 7.50 left in the game. Pinion in the shotgun, fakes the handoff, runs once again around the right side. Uh-huh. Jukes a defender. Wow. wow. And he's wow. into the end zone. What an effort by Trip Pinion. Trip, wow.
1: Trip Pinion's got all sorts of confidence right now. Took that fake, went outside, had one guy to beat. I mean, just actually had one guy to beat juked him out of his shoes. I mean, didn't even, the defender didn't even get a hand on him, didn't even touch him. By the time he made the juke, another defender was there. One quick plant of the foot, cut back inside, he flew on by. I mean, this is just a fantastic cut runner right here that's got all sorts of ability. This is fun to watch.
0: What what an effort tonight by... Uh Trip pinion. I know we've said it several times, but what, what can you say? Just uh, outstanding. He's run for four touchdowns, thrown for another, has, uh, by our numbers, 24 carries for 242 yards to put the Warriors up 34-6, to six, pending the extra point. Kid's got a knack to just make people miss. Had a little bit of a low snap, but uh, the Warriors were able to recover, and Peyton Simpson drills the kick right on through, and that makes it... Uh, now 35 to 6, White County leads Warren County with 743 left in the fourth quarter.
16: This is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes business solutions consultant. At Twin Lakes, we believe in innovation and moving our communities and schools forward with technology. And that's why we are honored to sponsor community grants and scholarships. Support our local elementary and high schools. Build internship programs for graduating seniors. Partner with Foundation for Rural Services to provide youth tours to Washington, D.C. Twin Lakes is proud to live in and support our local community. For more information on Twin Lakes community programs, please visit Lakes net,
0: and we're back uh, in McMinnville at Nunley Stadium where the visiting White County Warriors lead Warren County 35 to 6 with 743 left in the fourth quarter got a little bit of updated numbers here by our count we have Trip Pinion the White County quarterback with 25 carries for 256 yards and four touchdowns and you combine that with his totals last week and he has run for 400 and about 491 yards, if our numbers are correct. That's just incredible. Uh, had four touchdowns last week, four more touchdowns this week. And Putting his name on the map. He has done an incredible job. And so the Warriors uh, lead 35-6, to six, and they are kicking the ball off to the Pioneers. And... There's a kick another short one, line drive right to about the 20-yard line, and Warren County returns it up the middle to about the 38 or 39-yard line. All right, so here in this point of the ball
1: game, it's a 35-6 game 737 to go. Uh, you gain a lot in times like this as far as from a coaching perspective. You want, you're putting those second string guys in, and this is not just a scrimmage setting. This is, hey, I want to see what you can do, because there's probably half half first string, half second string. You're giving guys opportunities in a moment like this, maybe some sophomores, uh, and, and you're going to see what they're capable of. So, even though from uh, Coach Turner and the Warren County side it doesn't feel like they're going to get a win
0: out of this, these are times where you can grow as a team. Let's see uh, let's see if they put something together here. Well, do we have a new quarterback Speaking of those uh, substitutions, number 12, Brady Swallows is in at quarterback for the Pioneers, and he hands the ball off to uh, Robledo, it appears. And Robledo is bottled up, and it looks like he's going to lose a few yards. And that will leave the Pioneers at second and about 11 or 12. That's, you know, it's, it's getting late. A uh, little discombobulation
1: right there on the snap. Uh, starting to see a few clean jerseys, like you just mentioned, uh, coming onto the ball field. Uh, we've got another uh, uh, Warren County Pioneer on the field. You know, kudos to uh, a lot of these athletic trainers. Uh, it's, it's, they knew going into tonight that it was going to be a very difficult and active night. Unfortunately, like you said, it's it's football, nature of the beast. But uh, I do know guys like uh, Brent Ryan, who's walking across the field right now, uh, been in the upper Cumberland as an athletic director for, for years, decades, and appreciate what he brings to uh, these young student-athletes in the high school level. Uh, but you want to make sure that they have everything. I, I've seen the fans, the misters on the sidelines, uh, warren county and white county both their staffs their teams they have got everything they need to make sure these guys are safe and these uh, officials are doing a great job getting the water breaks in making sure everybody's doing their doing their job so this is a, a great example of a, a good friday
0: night uh, here in the upper cumberland and that was number 74 xavier simmons who was down on the play for the pioneers and i think that was another case of uh, Uh, possibly some cramps, but he was able to get up and walk off under his own power, so we're glad to see that. And it is now 2nd and 12 with uh, 7 minutes left in the 4th quarter. 2nd and 12 from the 36-yard line. And Brady swallows in at quarterback for the Pioneers. First swallows in the shotgun. And he gets the snap, rolls out to the left, looking for an open receiver, throws it. Nice dart, but a wow. big hit. Wow. wow. Big hit. Big hit right there. Lex Winfrey
1: hit wow. it the night yes but I mean, you, but you can 't take away from that play right there. that was a great play, uh, second play for number twelve on the Warren county side, rolls to his left, as Van Buren has been doing uh, tonight, but uh, Brady Swallows comes in, makes a tremendous throw, catches the receiver in stride, and he 's ready to turn up the field and then old Sir Lex Winfrey puts the hit stick on him.
0: That was a big hit on number sixteen Christopher Robledo. Uh, but also a nice pass by uh, Brady Swallows to connect with Robledo. And it looks like White County has a penalty. And unsportsmanlike conduct, you know,
1: when the referee puts his fist to the head right there, a little targeting action, uh, probably see that. That was an upper level, a little, little thrust to the, the high side, which is very tough to stay away from as a DB coming on a play like that. Uh, everybody seems to be okay.
0: A uh, tough call and swallows out to pass again, and it's a little bit high for number 13, Connor Williams, who was unable to uh, do his go-go gadget arms to uh, get that ball, and so that falls incomplete. And so it's going to be second and 10 from the 40-yard line with 6.29 left in the fourth quarter. Like, like what,
1: uh, what Coach Josh Harris on the offensive side of Warren County is doing right here, he's, he's letting his young sophomore Swallows uh, get some seat legs under him. You know, uh, Coach Swallow, his, his dad was a great football player. Grant Swallows oh, there yes. at Tennessee Tech, played overseas some professional ball. He's your quarterback coach for Warren County. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of talent in this coaching staff. Uh, uh, and so it's kind of great to see these guys. Let them
0: uh, give them some chances. And Swallows rolls out again, passes again to Christopher Robledo, who does a little bit of a juke action and uh, gets nice yardage up to or down to the 30-yard line of White County. And so that's going to be very close to a first down. And I believe they, well, they haven't. Uh, they're going to give it to you know, them. They're, they're going to give
1: it to them. I see the uh, the near side. Uh, black hat referee right there saying, "Hey, move those chains. Let's go, guys.
0: Got a fast-paced offense. Let's let's not uh, be the ones the reason they're slowing down." And that was indeed a first down, and so that gives the pioneers first down and ten from the 30-yard line. Swallows in the backfield in shotgun, and he is looking for a receiver, and that one's going to be out of bounds, incomplete. Here's some uh, scoring updates. The NFL, man, it's week
1: two football high school, but I can't wait for that NFL and even college this upcoming week. 23 Tennessee Titans, seven New England Patriots. I know they're cutting everything down to the 53-man roster this upcoming week. We've also got Livingston is in a rain delay. Final, Monterey, 21, Rockwood, zero. And a big
0: win for the Cookville Cavaliers, 21, Pure Academy, 18. Great way for the Cavaliers to get in the winning column, and same for Monterey. And now it's third, or second down and ten, rather, for the Pioneers. And Swallows rolls out to the left. He's got, got a room. little bit of running room, and he is going to get a first down, I believe. Runs out of bounds just around the sticks, very
1: close. Your lineman, right? defensive lineman Jonathan Humphrey for uh, White County. Got through the line, but Swallows was athletic enough to get outside. Nobody on that far side of the field was able to scramble, get upfield, and get a first down. Hey, I'm starting to hear some cheers right here in Warren County. These are some football fans. They know what it's all about. They may be down in this game, but they're
0: starting to see some uh, some future prospects here. And Swallows is indeed a sophomore and getting some good playing time now with the Warriors ahead 35-6 to midway through the fourth quarter. And so he's getting some action and is directing a good drive for the Pioneers deep into White County territory. And Swallows hands the ball off to good cut number 16, I believe, Christopher Robledo, I believe, is who is on the carry there. And that was a nice little cut up the middle. Somewhat of a little wing tee right there,
1: receiver sweep. Uh, got the reverse action. Lead them, going to the outside left, cut back to the middle. Again, some, some stri- second-string action here. Uh, that first-string offense or first-string defense stopped that all night. They were prepared for it right now in this uh, Lightning game with a the second-string. They had some uh, some opportunities there, and uh,
0: Warren County got about six, seven yards. And so that is a first down now, first and ten from the 15-yard line. Swallows in the shotgun. Back to pass, throws it, and that was a shoestring Great catch. catch. Wow. Number 23, I wow. believe. Uh, shoestring catch by Jax Peterson. or is that Patterson. Three? Jax Patterson, the senior
1: out right there, uh, was able to, you know, a little wide receiver screen, ball snap, trying to get it out of that quarterback's hand as quick as possible. Patterson was able to snag that ball with his fingertips in motion uh, on his sho- uh, shoestrings, was
0: able to get upfield for about five or six more yards. And so it's going to be second down from the 11-yard line. About four and a half minutes left in the game tonight. From the right hash. From the right hash. Swallows is under center. And we got some uh, motion going around the left. And Swallows is going to be second. Ball's out. And the ball is out. And I believe, did uh, Warren County get it back? Uh, That's what it appears. Uh, that was a big hit right there. Guess what? Lex Winfrey
1: had the big hit a little bit earlier. Comes on the left-hand side of the end and sacks for a loss. Forces a fumble. Great defensive play by number eight right there. Uh, looks like they, Warren County was fortunate to uh, to retain
0: that football. That's a uh, big play by the Warrior defense, and that's uh, what they've done a lot of all night. And so now it's third and eleven from the uh, 16-yard line, and... the Pioneers will try to punch one in and get some positive momentum in what has been a tough second half. Swallows rolls out to the right looking for an open receiver, but he is going to be, well, just before he got sacked, he got rid of the ball, and I believe it looks like they're going to call an intentional grounding. That's what you would think uh, with the flag being right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, two guys chasing him right there. Uh, Swallows knew he had nowhere to go. There was nobody open on the near side. He had somebody on the far back side, but that's not a play. Uh, many quarterbacks in the upper corner are going to be able to make that. Uh, as he was getting wrapped up, just tried to do whatever he could to get rid of it. Uh, White Cap probably should have just went ahead and called that ball dead, uh, called him down right there for the sack for a loss. But ball went about five yards ahead, and he's going to call that intentional grounding. and So they're going to lose some yards. Uh, excuse me, they're going to uh, decline that and loss of down. And now it's fourth down with... A long way to go.
0: Yes, it will be uh, from the 31-yard line, so quite a loss because it's from the spot of the foul, losing the yardage and the down. Got to get to the 5-yard line here for a first, so they're not even in goal uh, goal line territory. They've got to get 25 yards. Yeah, 25 yards for a first down. Swallows in the shotgun, and he gets the snap, rolls out to the left, throws the ball up, mm. and that's going to fall incomplete to number 25, pj truix sophomore
1: and. right there carter rich for white county uh, a little safety came over kind of got in the way right there you know like you said earlier had some footsteps receiver might have heard that got in the way visibility uh great play by him uh still like the uh, play call letting uh, swallow throw the ball around a little bit and uh some positives there but then again, you've got White County who has found their stride. And, you know, we just got done talking about uh, Cookville 21-18 with a big win. Tough loss in week one for them against a uh, powerful Stone Memorial team that's probably going to compete for the region title against White County. But, oh, the Warriors go up 111 to Cookville. Uh, yeah, they go up to uh, 111 to Cookville in a big rival game. Big rival game. That game's been going on for for many years, and I know this win right here for White County and a win for Cookville, that's going to set up a a
0: very fun matchup next week. And uh, now the White County Warriors have the ball once again, and they've got a new quarterback in the game, number 14, Tucker Pinion. So we have another Pinion at the helm for the Warriors, and he's in the shotgun with a little over three minutes left. And he hands the ball off to number 15, Cole Sims. And not a whole lot of room. He gets bottled up, and it looks like uh, Raul Manis did a great job. A little linebacker, sophomore linebacker coming up.
1: Uh, he's been in the game all, all, uh, all evening. He's had uh, We called his number early in
0: the, uh, in the first quarter. Uh, good to see him still making some good plays. But, yeah, getting some action here. And once again, uh, as we've said before, this is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. The Y County Warriors are leading 35-6 over Warren County. And really the second half just took control, and that's where we stand now. It was 8-6 at halftime, and Trip Pinion and the Warriors absolutely took control in the third quarter. And here we are, second and 10 from the 31. Handoff goes to Sims. And he gets a little bit of room around the right side. Gain of maybe three or four yards. And that will put the Warriors at third and about seven with a little more than two minutes left in this game. Trying to grind this clock away. Uh, And, you know, we're
1: looking at uh, Warren County here as they've got some guys in. They uh, They travel to Lebanon next week. Hey, I, I just uh, found out I am mistaken. Cookville travels to Sparta next week. But this week, uh, next week, excuse me, Lebanon uh, hosts Warren County. And so that score for Upperman and Lebanon was a final at 24. Well oh, excuse me, not a final, third quarter, 24 uh, uppermen. Seven Lebanon.
0: That, uh, if they uh, uh, hold on like it appears they are right now, that is a very big win for Upperman to be able to defeat a, a 6A team, and uh, just a, a good, good test for Upperman to go up against a larger school and, and see what you have, and they've done very well. And you hope, you know,
1: Warren County's got some things figured out so that they can, uh, uh, so that they can kind of match up well with that Lebanon team.
0: And Cole Sims. Takes the carry around the the right side and gets a huge gain for the Warriors. And you think that'll just about do it uh, as he ran from about the 34-yard line all the way to Warren County's 21-yard line. So a huge gain. 40-yard run run right there. Got the edge and just turned on the Jets. Good job. And so there's a minute 16 left in this game. And the Pioneers now, or the Warriors rather, now have the ball first and 10 from the 21 yard line. Uh, Just an exclamation point uh, by Cole Sims on what has been an outstanding second half for White County. Looks like we may be in the uh, victory formation. And that is indeed. You are correct. And Tucker Pinion just kneels the ball down uh, and they will savor this victory you can see them uh, pointing over to their crowd getting them pumped up and a lot saying, of emotion thank you for their uh, uh their energy tonight and this is a great victory for white county to be able to defeat uh, warren county in a rivalry matchup down the road big time you know
1: cross county rival right here uh huge for your sparta warriors uh, White County Warriors, they, they're excited right now. they showing a lot of emotion as they snap the ball here for the uh, second kneel down on this, uh, this series, and that clock's going to tick away. But, man, great job. Did not think we were going to have uh, this kind of a lopsided, especially in that first quarter. These, these teams were – it's a slugfest. But like we mentioned, in the first part of the game, some penalties, some key players
0: stepped up, and the more physical team just seemed to be – White County. That's right. And so they are going to win 35 to 6 over host Warren County in week 2, and that will improve the Warriors record to 2 and 0, and the Pioneers will fall to 1 and 1. Once again, the game has ended, and it is a 35 to 6 victory for White County over Warren County. The
3: UC Sports Nation Game of the Week.
9: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's action, sponsored by Twin Lakes. Broadband, TV, phone, security. The Upper Cumberland's Twin Lakes. Gentry's Power Equipment. Your hometown Exmark dealer. Sales, service. The mower to get the work done. And by Zach the Car Guy. Broad Street, Cookville. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve from Zach the Car Guy.
7: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new X Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X Mark mowers two to one over the next best selling brand.
10: Late Night Practices burning the midnight oil to be the best quick weeknight dinners after practice memorizing all those index cards and drills then doing it all again the next day no one ever said being a champion's easy but that win makes it worth it fueling your dreams fueling your life middle tennessee natural gas the most affordable option to heat your home or business safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity call 833 get mtng 833 get mtng middle tennessee natural gas fueling the upper cumberland
4: Practice here, game day there. You never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team.
0: And we're back at Nunley Stadium, where your final score is White County 35 and Warren County six. And that improves the win for the Warriors, improves their record to two and zero, while the Pioneers fall to one and one. Just to recap the uh, scoring here from tonight's game. And with 544 left in the f- second quarter, Trip Pinion ran for a touchdown or threw for a, a touchdown of 11 yards. To Peyton Simpson, and uh, that put the Warriors up uh, eight to nothing. After Pinion uh, ran for the two-point conversion, later on uh, in the second quarter, or in the second quarter rather, uh, the Pioneers answered with a touchdown of their own and that came uh, from a 22-yard strike from alex van buren to cal latina on a great individual effort the extra point was no good and that left the uh score at eight to six at halftime but in the third quarter the warriors took over and that uh trip pinion uh, was all over the field ran for three touchdowns in that quarter alone he had a 62-yard run with 6:42 left in the third quarter. Also had a 20-yard run with 4:15 left in the third quarter, and then uh, tacked on another one uh, from 14 yards out uh, to uh, make the score uh, 35 to six. The, the final score was 35 to six, and Trip Pinion uh, with a huge game uh, for White County running for four touchdowns and throwing for another. Uh, once again from Nunley Stadium, your final score is White County 35 and Warren County six. What started as a very close uh, close battle for the first half turned into a blowout in favor of the Warriors who really uh, used their physical uh, play to take control in the third quarter and roll to victory. So a a big victory for the 4A White County Warriors over the 6A Warren County Pioneers. And so uh, with that, we will take a break, and then we'll come back uh, afterward with some final stats. When you're looking for
6: help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide. Because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you.
5: Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. The plumber who does it right. ANL Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call ANL Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for modeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. ANL Plumbing. In every game, every
6: quarter, every play, Teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company. Proud supporters of our local athletes.
8: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
0: Stadium, and our post-game coverage continues on Sports Radio 104.7. Coach Wes Shanks, uh, this game was decided by an outstanding performance from Trip Pinion, the White County quarterback. Uh, Really led the Warriors uh, to victory with a huge performance. Uh, By my numbers, I've got him with 25 runs for 256 yards and four touchdowns. And so uh, you combine that with uh, last week's performance against Silverdale Academy, we've got him with 48 carries for 489 yards and eight touchdowns. Uh, What can you say about that? He's going to be tired. (laughs) I mean, workhorse
1: right there. Uh, But he's the one that's choosing to do that with these read-pass options. Uh, You know, Coach Beatty and the bunch there, they've got it figured out from last year with – Malachi Dow with some other athletes now getting into guys in space, but drip pinion is making his own space uh, and he's showing the caliber of uh, of quarterback and star athlete that he really is uh, and when you got, when you have a guy like that, sometimes you don't need much else now you add that to some of the offensive line that got a real big push, some defensive plays tonight enough to win this ball game and, and then
0: you know. Separate themselves in that third quarter. Uh, great, great uh, effort, especially in the third quarter. You mentioned uh, before that time it was eight to six. Uh, Trippinion had thrown a touchdown pass uh, in the first quarter, and or second quarter, rather, and uh, Alex Van Buren from Warren County had answered with a touchdown pass of his own to make it 8-6. to six. But then in that third quarter, Trippinion just ran wild with a 35-yard touchdown run, a 62-yard touchdown run, and a 20-yard touchdown run. So after three quarters, it was 28-6, and then he added another one from 14 yards uh, in the fourth quarter. And just really turned it from what was a very good uh, close matchup into a dominating performance. So just outstanding uh, second half. But you can't really uh, take too much away from the Warren County Pioneers. I mean, they they came in, they had some hiccups
1: early, uh, an interception here to an, another guy that stepped up for your uh, your White County uh, Warriors, Antonio Purvis. I mean, two interceptions, got the uh, a TD there. He stepped up big time. And... Uh, uh, Coach Betty knew he would do something like that at some point in the season, but Warren County, I mean, they showed signs of a of, of really good ball team with Alex Van Vuren uh, again putting the ball in the right place a lot of times. Uh, line had some moments where they got some good plays. Defense was really good in the first half that limited Trip Pinion. Remember that he, yes. they they only had the eight points that you just described there. The defense of Pi- the pioneers kept them at bay. And then that 90-degree fatigue just kind of set in, I feel like. And uh, the, the wear and tear, the physicality that uh, Coach Beatty was describing early in the week uh, just took its toll. And so that's great for them. You know, one more quick point here with Warren County. Uh, this was their second game. They've only had a scrimmage against South Pitt and Moore County and then last week's uh, game against the Cab County. So they were one scrimmage shy that they should have gotten. Uh,
0: but still – this point of the year you got to be ready to go and put your best foot forward and so uh warren county uh will try to bounce back uh it's region play opens up next week and the pioneers will travel to lebanon uh for that region 4-6-a and uh will try to uh get a bounce back victory and uh and it looks like from what we saw earlier upperman was leading leban lebanon and uh so both teams could be coming into that matchup uh, looking to get a bounce back victory and it'll be very important because of region play beginning and uh region play also will begin uh actually uh no scratch that uh it's a bit another big rivalry game just for white county
1: and let me speak on that just for a second white county they look good tonight they are going through the absolute gauntlet coming up i mean they started uh with last week Against Silverdale. And then they had the big rival game this week with Warren County. Next week they're going to Cookville. Then they've got Stone Memorial. Then they've got Upperman High School. Good night. Is this the SEC?
0: That is going to be very difficult, uh, very difficult. But it will be very interesting to see how the Warriors respond to that. They looked very good in the second half tonight. And so uh, this will actually be a new region uh, for the Warriors. They are now in uh, uh, 4A. They're in region 4-4A. Last year they were in 5A. And so this will be uh, kind of a new surroundings for them in the region, and it will be very uh, interesting to see, just like you were saying, uh, going to be a very difficult stretch with uh, a Stone Memorial team uh, that has already defeated Cookville, then Upperman, uh, who was beating a 6A team tonight, and then Macon County. So uh, it will be very uh, interesting to see how they respond and see if they can keep that momentum going.
1: Another quick bright spot was Kai uh, Lantina right there, the huge play, the, the solo touchdown. Uh, for your uh, pioneers, and, and that's something to build on. Run game wasn't there where they wanted to be. Uh, get some guys healthy, and they should be somebody to contend with in their region to get a few wins. Uh, but Coach Turner, I mean, you can just see it tonight in the atmosphere, the stadium. I mean, they have a little bit of an aurora that hasn't been here in uh, you know in the past decade or so. They They've got the momentum gaining after that last week's win. Tough loss here at home. But that's football. You win some, you lose some. I promise you, Coach Turner is going to have them ready to go uh, against
0: a very difficult Lebanon team next week. And so that is a look at the final stats from uh, One Bank. And so we are going to take another break, and then we'll come back to uh, give you some more scores from around the area after this. When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit
3: Tier One Urgent Care. 335 West Spring Street, Cookville.
10: Dr. Derek Worley, fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine.
3: He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care, Monday through Friday 8 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game. Knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home. Tier 1 Orthopedics, stop the game and make the call. This is James Green, your local Twin Lakes security sales consultant. Let's
7: turn up your security and turn down your worry. Twin Lakes makes security simple, with monitoring as low as twenty four ninety nine dollars a month, with options such as remote arm, disarm, thermostat and lighting control, and security cameras. You can rest easy knowing your home is protected. Make the switch to Twin Lakes security today, and we'll provide three months of free monitoring. For more information, call 528-2005 or visit us at TwinLakes.net. T, insert number C, dash 002 six. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X Mark mowers 2 to
8: 1 over the next best-selling brand mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting, Saturday, September 9th at Contessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting, Saturday, September 9th at Contessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC
0: All right, and we are back with the Frontier Chevrolet final scoreboard and some other scores from around the area. Livingston Academy is leading White's Creek, but that game was delayed uh, by a power outage and will resume on Monday. Also, uh, Upperman is leading uh, Lebanon, 24 to 14 in the fourth quarter. Another game still uh, in progress. Uh, Watertown leads Gordonsville 14 to nothing in the third quarter. And then some other games we have that are finals. Monterey defeated Rockwood 21 to nothing. Once again, Cookville defeated Pure Academy out of West Tennessee 21-18. Uh, Bledsoe County defeated Cumberland County 14-13. Stone Memorial rolls past Sweetwater 40-16. Westmoreland uh claims a defensive battle over Clay County 7-0. Uh Smith County uh another shutout uh on the docket tonight defeats DeKalb County 21 to nothing. And then Sell Creek shuts out Jackson County, 35 to nothing. And Macon County rolls 42 to nothing over Trousdale County. So that's your scoreboard uh, by Frontier Chevrolet, located on Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston, when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. And remember that a full recap of all the action and interviews with the coaches will be tomorrow morning at 9. The high school playbook on Rock
3: 93.7. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural
9: Gas. Natural Gas. The most affordable option to heat your home. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Fueling the Upper Cumberland.
3: Follow ucsportsnation.com for the latest news on all the region's teams. ucsportsnation.com.
2: From Sports Radio 104.7.